Hey there, it's a new year, and I want to renew our call to have people go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Uh, it is uh, the best way for you to support us and the work that we do and help us do more cool things. We started up a lot of new shows over even just the past six months uh, because of your generosity. Uh, also, if you're looking for more episodes that we do that you may not have heard before, go to duckfeed.tv slash store and you'll be able to uh, buy uh, premium episodes, not just of Abject Suffering, but uh, Adaptation Decay and Try This and other stuff like this. Once again, that is patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and duckfeed.tv slash store. I'm Webinarja. And I'm Chad. We're here to sell you on the idea of being a mega man. Listen. I know when you're rocking with Webby Jeff and the Chad, man, you hear a lot of Chad advertisements. This one is legit. It's real. This one will make you a mega man. It's a three-step process to get mega. Step one, conserve your sperm. It's the only way to be 100% mega. Keep that energy in your e-tank, if you know what I'm saying. Chad, why don't we get alpha with step two? Step two, no porn for mega men. Wait, record scratch. You mean no barely legals? Nope. No regular legals? Nada. No Tom underscore Sizemore.mp4? I fuck with you not, Jay. Okay, okay. But can I still upload my ass key tids to browserfacts.com for the benefit of CJC? Never again. Save them up, my friend. Listen, Google transmutation of sexual energy. It's real. It's real. I'm telling you. It's real, a real thing that I found on Google.com. 100% real. Step three. Now, now listen, our lawyer doesn't want us to tell you about step three because he somehow hasn't been disbarred. He doesn't want to be. So under advice from him, uh, we're not going to straight up tell you, but we're going to wink so you know what to really do. Hit it, Chad. Don't inject tea tree oil into your Mega Blaster. Dude, I don't think they heard you. You're going to have to wink a lot louder. Don't inject tea tree oil into your dick. Now, you, your Mega Blaster. Wink! Ah, oh, you did it too loud. And that's it, my dudes. You're men. There's no doubts about that. But someday, you can be a Mega Man going your own way. I don't see how this will work. I'll just go back to giving sentience to the giant Zippo lighter robot. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is our Retro Games podcast. And this week we are talking about Mega Man 2 and 3. Uh, two classic games for the NES. Starting with Mega Man 2, which was developed and published by Capcom um, in the U.S. at least in 1989. It came out in Japan in 88. Yeah, uh, this is a series we both really like. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's something we want to do for a long time. Uh, inside trivia, this is we were th- thought about doing this for the live show this year. Um, it's going to be a live show, but then uh, this and this is I, I'm going to take a little bit on the chin, like you know, backwards, uh, you know, <laughs> peeking behind the kimono, whatever, <laughs> backwards kimono. Um, yeah, that sounds like, like a gross my cocktail. favorite Sparks album. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, so the uh, we talked about doing two. Um, I really like Mega Man three. I still really like Mega Man three. Um, but I, for a long time, I was like, oh, these are pretty much equal games. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we do Mega Man two for the live show, we can't really cover Mega Man three. Uh, that's true. So we, we, you know, we had the idea of doing them as a split episode, as a regular episode of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, in playing them, like I, it is, I Mega Man Two is one hundred percent my favorite. Oh yeah, and uh, and it's just like, this was kids' memories that kind of equated them <laughs> in my head. Yeah. So in retrospect, probably would have been okay just doing Mega Man Two uh, for a live show, but instead we get this. Yeah. Uh, first episode we're recording after the new year. Um, you know, fresh start, fresh, fresh Mega Man. Like I'm, I'm into it. Um, but just so you know, that's kind of why we did it. And. <laughs> These are always going to be the two classic Mega Man we're going to cover. Yes. Uh, for multiple reasons. So, like, Mega Man 1 uh, is good, but it doesn't – I don't think it really has its feet right. um, quite yet. Um, yeah. And then Mega Man's 4 through 6, they have things to recommend them, right? Like, it doesn't feel like they are dead weight in the Legacy Collection or whatever. But mm-hmm. the majority of the things that are that are good and special – um, are kind of concentrated as like really, really great test cases here in two and three. And they add things in four through six that eventually would kind of be iterated on and turned into like better versions of those things in the X series, things like your charge shot, et cetera. But um, it, it's it's really eventually you start falling into the same patterns and there isn't enough like kind of new to say. Yeah. And, that, and that's true. When those games came out, and it's true now, like that was a common criticism even at the time, which I, I kind of looked up because uh, I assumed that was a retrospect kind of yeah. thing. Like people, you know, history has judged that, you know, the Mega Man four through six were kind of superfluous. But no, even at the time, game reviewers were were a little fed up with it. Yeah, um, it's fatigue, and, just a garden variety fatigue a little bit. Yes, and so yeah, I am similar. I am on the same page that there are no like these first six Mega Man games. All of them are good. Right. Uh, these are just our favorites. And, and the most interesting to us. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. So um, kind of covered why, we, why we're not talking about Mega Man 1. Uh, you know, all the basics here are present there. I mean, it's I feel a little bit goofy giving like generalities on this because it's it's fucking Mega Man. Yeah, it seems like people should <laughs> should understand it. Um, but it's probably possible that some people have not or have just played X or have not played any of these. There's probably yeah. some some weird some weird left handed kid out there who's only played Battle Network. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, like uh, you know, so so it's it's worth going over some of the generalities at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like a run and gun game. Like you you run and you shoot, jump and shoot. Yes, uh, and you shoot you shoot really cute enemies. Uh, that is something that really stuck out to me this time. I don't know if it's just because I was playing it on kind of a large television. Um, mm-hmm. Is like, man, these designs hold up. Cole, would you stop fucking bragging about your TV and I, how big it my, is? My TV is only slightly bigger than your TV, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> my my TV is not even that big. Like 50, like 50 inches is practically a kitchen television now. Try buying a television that's under 50 inches. You can't yeah. do it. I'll go back in time and do it. Yeah. Um, I could buy, buy my little TV. Um, <laughs> your little 42-inch television. Was, yeah. yeah. I, want, I, want a, I want a 19-inch across CRT TV. Um, <laughs> It, it is it is adorable. All of the yeah. designs are crazy adorable. Mega Man himself is the cutest guy. <laughs> I am I'm like way into how cute this game is, and uh, it's a uh, it, it came up on on something we recorded recently, where it's like 
this like kind of eight bit anime influence thing because the second Mega Man is explicitly like we wanted to be more influenced by anime designs. Right. right. Um, this this kind of like cute kind of chibi version of that I am so down with. Yeah. Like these all of these enemies designs are adorable. This is an aesthetic I really really love. Yeah. Um. um and even like the like the manual illustrations of them are, uh, are are really great. And this is a point from a little bit further down the further down the way. But all the designs were done in pixel art. Like these were not like a mono sketches that were mm-hmm. you know kind of digitized afterwards they were kind of yeah. designed pixel first which is the absolutely the way to do it yeah and and you can you can kind of tell there's like a cleanness yeah uh, to them that i really love and also lends itself to the kind of the robotic like everything is mechanical mm-hmm. you, even if it is like a, a gigantic frog it is a mechanical frog <laughs> yeah um, uh, the discussion yeah. about uh kind of a uh, low resolution anime working for us a uh, little bit of timey wiminess that is coming out this weekend on bonfire side chat oh, yeah. as you're hearing yeah. this uh, when we talk about momodora reverie under the moonlight which uh doesn't have a similar aesthetic it's much more complex but kind of carries some very uh uh carries a lot of that same impact for similar it's, reasons it's still like low lo-fi cute anime yeah yeah not like serious bishon and fuckboy anime mm-hmm. which like if they're if that's the divide yeah uh you know which it could be yeah. um yeah so these are very uh you know very tightly designed kind of stages that are designed around your verb set in a kind of like a similar similar design philosophy to castlevania without actually having that much in common with it gameplay wise right just in that you know you're going to be coming from one direction um, you can you have a very specific jump height, a very specific jump range. Um, you can only shoot forward. You can't shoot in multiple directions. Uh, so enemies are kind of designed to get you jumping and shooting. Right. Uh, and at the same time, <laughs> uh, you know, specifically. A lot of the time. And, you know, oftentimes, like, making these leaps of faith, uh, leaps of faith while shooting. Like, they, <laughs> you know, at least in Mega Man 2, this falls down a little bit with a couple of exceptions in Mega Man 3. Mega Man 2 seems to be entirely, like, getting you to the very edge of your comfort range with risk and reward. Um, yeah. You know, with your, with your jump height and uh, kind of your fire rate. Um, when, uh, when you say leaps of faith, just to clarify, because it's not like you're leaping and you don't know what's there. Yes. You're just you're yeah. making stretches like you have to make leaps that are at the absolute you know, distance of how far you can jump. Yes. Or how high you can jump is what you mean. There we go. Yes. Thank you. Uh, um, yeah. so, sorry. <laughs> no, no. I just I, I only realized in retrospect that that could be confusing because that is yeah. a bullshit thing in yeah. in uh, platformers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Mega Man's thing and this comes over from Mega Man one and is kind of a, a thing in the entire series is that he's able to absorb the abilities of bosses uh, to use as his own just kind of throughout the stages. And then very importantly. Um, against other bosses because there is a distinct weakness hierarchy that makes a lot of sense in the first two entries and then becomes inscrutable until they yeah, reset becomes, with Mega Man X. Yeah, and in six where you have to decide if a tomahawk is less than a piece of armor or something like that, you know, or or like a you know a centaur is somehow worse than a blizzard, <laughs> you know, like you, you just like what are you talking about? Like the, you know, it just becomes nonsense at some point. And there's an element of that in these, but they mostly make sense here. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that rock, paper, scissors thing that complicated, you know, eight part rock, paper, scissors, uh, is something else that is more strongly expressed in the second one than the third one. Right. Uh, the third one is shoes, an eight part rock, paper, scissors for a three part rock, paper, scissors and a five part that exists side by side, mm-hmm. uh, that I found to be kind of a bummer. Yeah. Like that. this, this is an essential mega Manness to me. Um, this yeah. kind of puzzle, like just determining which weapon to use on the boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Um, that's part of the thing. Yeah. Um, another it, function. Or go, go I was, was going to say, and it's and it's amazing because no matter who you decide to take on first, every every one of these guys is you know you can take them down with the with the basic weapon. In fact, that's what I did because if you, you if you exploit the weakness, the boss fights go so quick that you can't observe their patterns. Mm. <laughs> it's like oh I I can't talk about it. Like you walk into Crashman stage and you fire off the Airbuster three times and then you're done. Um, but like because in Mega Man two. Um, it, it does have this kind of linear hierarchy. You're almost in a circle, and so you know you're you're able to you know basically work from any from any point to any other point. There are definitely yeah. ones that are best to go for first, um, and there are competing philosophies on that. But um, but Mega Man Two is designed to kind of like take you through that. There's always a next step you can take. Yeah, yeah. I I actually like the uh, you know for purposes of the show, like I I let the bosses kind of. Ex- express their patterns but mm-hmm. i actually like the idea of once you find the weakness the boss fight is over very quickly oh yeah um it's something in three where it's it made three's like weaknesses feel a little limp mm-hmm. where even if you find the like the ostensible weakness they are not as weak to it generally right in three um and i actually really like that that was a very fun part of this game uh growing up like something i remembered from playing this is just trying to figure that out you know mm-hmm. like oh shit like maybe this will work you know i'll go to this guy and get this guy's weapon and then just trying everything until you found the one thing that made the boss fight kind of trivial, um, which is kind of a bummer. But also, uh, you know, the the boss patterns that we have, like this isn't a late, you know, this isn't Shovel Knight. Right. They're like, very like, basic, very slight, especially. They're in two. very, very basic, very just like aggressive. Like I jump and shoot at you or I jump and, and try to rush you. Like they're very, very basic. Yeah. And it's really hard to avoid damage mm-hmm. um, in this game. So it, I didn't find that much satisfaction in uh, uh, you know, fighting these guys with the Mega Buster, you know, like mm-hmm. I think that this is something that like later entries in the series, specifically X, would do a lot better. Yeah, you know, where I could feel like, oh, like I can, I can dodge and and be kind uh, uh, of have a, a rich defense to mm-hmm. this. Yeah, you don't really have in in the early Mega Man games, which is fine, mm-hmm. but uh, it it lends its support to that weakness. Um, the other thing about getting boss weapons that's really useful is that they become uh again to draw another Castlevania comparison. Very similar to sub weapons in that they allow you to fight enemies during the stage that are above or below you. Right. Um, so they have different arcs, different kind of patterns. They all have these different properties. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that you can cover more of the screen now. Yeah. Um, um, them. Something about Mega Man 2 and 3. So each of these special weapons drain energy. So you have pickups that drop randomly that will either rec- recover your health or uh, your weapon energy. You have to have the um, uh, item you want to recharge equipped. Um, if you mm-hmm. die, those stay drained. So managing those those energy tanks, uh, not the energy tanks, um, but just yeah. uh, the energy for your weapons is something you want to do, because especially later on in two um, running out of of that of a particular energy will kind of fuck you. It's like the one one thing I, that two does that I think is objectively shitty. Yeah. Is there a couple of po- places where you have to have a specific weapon? And if you didn't save up for that point, well, fuck you. You have to wait until you can continue. Yeah. Um, or you're I think that's a grind. Um, like, yeah. yeah. And they, they add some grinding places. It's not even that's something that they carried forward in the series, even to X. Mm-hmm. And it's done more thoughtfully in X. Yeah. Like the grinding is easier and it's placed more conveniently to where you'd have to do it. Yeah. Also, there's a weapon energy overflow. If the current weapon is full, yeah. it'll, it'll uh, divert to whatever's lowest. Yeah, which is very nice. Yeah, those kind of ease of use things, uh, you know, are, are definitely wanted. In in both of these games, in two and three, it's not like you can't get around them, right? Yeah. You know, so like we're we're talking about this, it is not a death sentence. It's a minor annoyance in another in a game that is otherwise kind of close to flawless. So, yeah. um, you know, that's why we're calling it out. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, so interesting, interesting thing about these masters. So the masters in one, um, the bosses were, you know, designed by the team. Um, and from one onward, I believe, or from two onward, they uh, took submissions. It was like a contest. And this was a common thing in Japan at the time. Um, and so they designed the levels, or at least most of them, got the contest results in, like said, hey, we like this, 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 and this. And then like at the very end of production, they themed the, the levels and the bosses mm-hmm. and stuff. That is ridiculous. It's really great. <laughs> like I, I, I really love it because like one, um, it lets you like as a kid – like if you if you were a kid and you're playing Mega Man, like designing your own little Mega Man robots is so like oh, yeah. something you're just gonna do no matter what. Yeah, people you know any, like anybody who is like over the age of twenty eight probably did that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it and it's awesome. Like it was super, super fun. Um and then the uh the idea uh what you do since it's not designed by this committee is you get these like goofballs. Like a lot of jokes are made about the kind of shitty Mega Man robots. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh why is this? But I think that's kind of important to the the series. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it, it does get a little bit too much. You know, when like <laughs> you end up being like Centaur Man and stuff like that. It's kind of because because I'm already you know, if 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 a Centaur Man is half Centaur, <laughs> I'm Centaur Man. <laughs> oh, I am Centaur Man. Or I'm a Mantar. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a Mantar Man. I've got the I've got the upper body of a man and the lower body of a man. <laughs> Yeah, the lower body. I have the upper body of a centaur and the lower body of a, of a man. You know, oh god, a reverse centaur. Yeah, I'm a rever- I'm half reverse centaur. Um, <laughs> and we're not the, uh, we're not talking about some kind of like minotaur where you have a horse head. No, I'm talking. No, 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 no. Straight up, yeah. there's only one part of me that's a horse, and it's my like four stomachs. Yeah. The um, the but the uh, I don't know if we're how many stomachs have horses have. Yeah. It's got to be more than one, right? I, I think <laughs> I, I think you I, I think you roll a d six. Okay. Yeah, the, uh, someday we'll kickstart that farm science trip that we need to go where we learn about eggs. And we yeah, we're, we're go to one of those crazy uh, agricultural colleges where they have the yeah. uh, the cows with the window in their sides. You yeah. can reach in. Yeah, we should we should have joined uh, the FFA when we were <laughs> when we were young. Um, boy, I can't remember what I was saying because I got distracted by oh, um, uh, the, 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 the design the contest thing. thing. Yeah, yeah it makes it kind of goofy, which I really mm-hmm. love. Yeah, like these could all be like industrial welders and actual mm-hmm. machines, but it's got a sillier. Yeah. You know, kind of sense than that. Yeah, and and they've got different body types into a little bit, and you know, just as the series would go on, they they get a little bit more adventurous. Until ultimately, with six or uh, with X, rather, you know, they they blow it out, and each of them has you know these these big, beautiful animated sprites. And yeah. in two and three, we're still kind of stuck with and with bosses that look kind of like Mega Man, just with a couple of different accessories on them. Yeah. Um. And uh, it, it is it is nice to have those goofy little. Um, you know, kind of distinctions that are drawn. I think, so, sure. I think that you know the fact that there is a top man or a, or mm-hmm. a dust man who's like a gar- you know garbage man and four, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. That's yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love dust man. Yeah, I'm a vent. Um, <laughs> kill me, kill me, Mega Man, kill me. <laughs> He's weak to Swiffer. He's weak, yeah. weak to Swiffer man. <laughs> um, so um, a few things were added to Mega Man 2 um, that were not in Mega Man 1. Some of them were initially planned for Mega Man 1, including, I think, a couple of the bosses. I haven't been able to find a list of the ones in of the bosses in 2 that are holdovers or cut content from 1. Um, but, uh, you know, a thing throughout the series is kind of this tension between what they want to do and kind of the available memory on the cart. So like Mega well, Man and 1. And resources of, yeah, of yeah. development time and stuff, too, which yeah. is going to be uh, both these games have interesting but different kind of stories of how the development time influenced what they were able to do yeah um yeah uh so what, what a couple of things that they added um that are all welcome editions so a password system 
was added. Uh, that's huge. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't have to play this game in one sitting, and and consequently, it's bigger. Yeah. Uh, there are two additional ma- robot masters, and the final set of stages is much bigger. I love the password system in two. The yeah. fact that it's just that grid as opposed to like a twenty six string ASCII. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> six ASCII characters. I one I one zero o ah. You know, um, yeah. the the grid is really really smart. Um, I like that a lot too. Yeah, I have so many, uh, so many. I, I think somewhere in my grandparents' house or something, there are notebooks full of Mega Man passwords. Um, going yeah. up through like X and stuff. Some yeah. kid in the future is going to find that it's going to be like their version of the witness. <laughs> They're going to have to try to <laughs> try to parse that out. Yeah. Um, they also added energy tanks. Uh, this was something that a couple of the supervisors were skeptical about. Um, you know, these were added uh, in order to make the game a little bit easier because they essentially provide you with a health boost, like a full a full health bar boost when you need it they're in potion. emergencies. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're yeah not re- I think they're really welcome. Yeah, they're not like, rechargeable like the uh, like the fairy equivalents in XR, but uh, mm-hmm. but they're very good. And they're also kind of placed in very interesting ways where you either have to have a uh, special navigation weapon or item rather, or uh, take a huge risk to get them. And I'll go as, go as far as to say the only reason I was able to beat Mega Man 3 for the show is because of the password that lets you start with nine of them. Oh, wow. So, the uh, yeah, you can, you, can, you can kind of push for you can you can cheat and end up with a, with a bunch of uh, energy potions at the beginning. Um, yeah. I think these are really, really welcome. Yeah. Um, I like how they, they impact the stages, and I like how they impact the game. Because um, it's, it's one of those things where, like, the checkpointing in this game is not uh, harsh, but to a modern modern set of hands it kind of is yeah. so it's not it's not cruel but uh you do you know losing progress is significant yeah yeah um mega man 2 is kind of a weird fluke mega man 1 did not sell particularly well um and capcom did not think that like we could do a sequel right uh, you know that they could do a sequel however they said like yes you can work on the sequel if you do it while working on <laughs> other pro- you can't stop working on the other things you're working on. Right. So, so, um, so Mega Man 2, you know, this, the, this scrappy little underdog, um, only, only came about because they had such memorable, huge hits as Legendary Wings and Professional Baseball Murder Mystery. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, to be fair, like, I, I think Legendary Wings is actually pretty okay. Okay. And professional baseball murder mystery sounds awesome. Oh, it does. I looked. I looked like, it up. I, I couldn't. Uh, I guess I didn't go to YouTube to look for uh, to, <laughs> to oh, look for play. But it's like a Portopia clone. Yeah, I, I guarantee. You, I was going to say it's going to be a Portopia clone, which is like you know who knows if it would actually be good. But it sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the it just it, it feels like I love that story of how Mega Man Two is made because it's it's right. Like if you can see it on the screen, you know, like this is such a passion project. Yeah. Um, you know, like the people who made this, there's tons of care and dedication into it and little detail and everything that just feels correct. I don't love it because I don't like people in the game industry being forced to do two jobs. Right. I don't like that part. But I, I really do think that that care comes through on the screen. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know. yeah. KG Inafune, Inafune rather, um, ended up being the, you know, the, the torchbearer for this entire series. Mm-hmm. He started out as a, uh, as a designer, like a visual designer on Mega Man one and then over the course of like two and three, eventually ascended up to like producer and project planner, um, you know, eventually kind of taking it over. So like the look of Mega of Mega Man is is thanks to him. But like it was really like just kind of him having the, these responsibilities dropped into his lap that made him like the steward of Mega Man. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. The uh, so the North American version that came out uh, has an easier difficulty mode. Um, where it does, you know, the thing I want in a difficulty mode where it just 
makes you do more damage and, and I mean, you know, take less damage. It doesn't yeah. cut content or gate content. There are certain um, enemies that have fewer moves in normal mode, quote unquote, in the easier mode. Mm. Yeah, but it's uh, it's barely noticeable. Yeah, I, I can Mega Man, you know, like I said, I think Mega Man 3 is much harder. Mega Man 2, I have no problem playing on normal mode. Right, yeah. Um, which is probably like, this is my first Nintendo game. Like, I, I play this game a whole lot. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so this, is, this is just something funny that I found on Wikipedia. So Mega Man covers are notoriously kind of bad here in North America just because mm. they didn't feel comfortable bringing over the super cute kind of chibi designs. Um, so they, they hired, you know, they hired this, uh, this illustrator, uh, Mark Erickson, who kind of does these really painterly, uh, not Frank Frazetta style things, but just like the airbrush oh, style. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. kind of on the side of a van you would expect to yeah. see these on carnival art. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, this illustrator had like a single day to do this. Um, and here's a quote. I didn't know anything about Mega Man. And after looking at the character in action, I said to the art director, what is he shooting with? He said, well, he must have a pistol because I don't see a rifle. So I said, so a pistol? Do you want me to do a pistol? And he said, yeah, let's put a pistol in there. So I did what I was told that I put a pistol in there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I like how the, the, the dichotomy of like pistol or rifle. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess that's true. Like when I first read that, that quote on, on Wikipedia, I was like, Oh, that's silly. Like, you know, there's more kinds of guns than that. But like, really, <laughs> it's not that unreasonable response. It's just more gun literate than I was like yeah. expecting this well, art director to be. It's good, like gun reliant is the yeah. thing. Like, oh, like it, it obviously must be one of these two things. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine the Mega Man we get if you walk around with a rifle? Let <laughs> me <laughs> like, like those knockoff Batman toys where he's where he's got a pistol. A bazooka. Yeah. Or, those don't even have to be knockoff. Like like when the Batman movies, you know, in the nineties where it was like Arctic assault Batman and he had a bunch of missiles that shoot ice <laughs> and shit like that. You know, like because Batman's constantly assaulting the Arctic. <laughs> um to get that sweet, know, sweet penguin meat. Yeah, yeah. Pr- prior to Mr. Freeze uh showing up, who does not live in the Arctic? But yeah, <laughs> it, you know, it makes it doesn't make a whole no, lot of sense. It's going after Superman. That's where the that's where the Fortress oh, of Solitude so is, sure. right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Dawn of Justice. <laughs> um, yeah, Justice has dawned, my friend. Um, so this is uh, this was remade um, in the Wily Wars, along with Mega Man uh, One and Two, One and Three, rather. Sorry, or One and Three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Wily Wars. Yeah, which is uh, hmm. um, uh, not good. Wow, I yeah. I fired that up. I never played Wily Wars for the longest time. I thought that that was its own game because it was kind of this legendary thing that was only available in North America on the Sega channel, right? Which is yeah. something I always begged my parents for, but uh, very sensibly they did not get. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is just a remake of Mega Man 1 and 2, except they um, fuck up the graphics by making them kind of like shade, like they shade them too much. Like there's a little bit too, uh, too much gradient going on and the controls are real weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also the music said, is like that. It's like FM synth versions of, of Mega Man 1 through 3, which like, no, that's not how those It doesn't, doesn't really work. It's not, yeah. they weren't composed for that. The, um, I just had had imagined your parents like discussing financial difficulties over a kitchen table because they have all their money wrapped up in the Sega channel. <laughs> <laughs> we can't pay rent because we have to pay our Sega channel visit like, like bill this month. Yep. I'm sorry, Martha. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's also a Game Boy version too that that is uh, kind of a footnote. Um, mm-hmm. The Game Boy Mega Man's I actually kind of like. They were released on the the 3DS Virtual Console pretty early, mm. and they're kind of they're just weird remixes. Yeah, uh, they're very different. Like you fight the same robot masters, um, four of them, kind of per game, but they're uh, the stages are very different and fun on their own. I think mm-hmm. um, they're kind of maligned, but I think that the Game Boy and Mega Man are, are pretty fun. Oh, nice. Um, 
Yeah, but yeah. I and I'd never played Wily Wars either, so I'm but I'm not surprised to hear that it's not a very, it's not very yeah. good. I only ever played the Game Boy Mega Man uh, at my like cousin's house. Like they had them mm. because they didn't have consoles, but they had a they had a Game Boy. Yeah. Um very very strange. Um Gary, how is the Mega Man 2 Worlds of Power book? You know, I figured you would ask me that and I don't remember it very well. Uh <laughs> it's not very good. It's from the children's series. Oh shit. Which like, like is a, a weird one? Yeah. Yeah, like the, there's the baseball one, which is like a 50-page children's novel that just describes a baseball game, more or less. <laughs> um, it goes through the just different kind of like, it's just describing an action game with chapters that are four pages long. Oh, wow. So like, goes through the levels, fights robots, fights rabbits, Yeah, you know, fights apes and stuff. I'm kind of flipping through it. It's very, very slight, very, very bad, very, very boring. It doesn't rise um, to like the tense mastery of the Bionic Commando one. It, it, it well the bio, like the the ones that are actually like a story are better. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is it's weird that the ones that actually kind of tell their own separate story, um, you know, like it's it's weird that like Beyond Shadowgate is the best Worlds of Power book by like a lot because <laughs> it's just like kind of a shitty kids fantasy book, mm-hmm. you know, and ha- and isn't trying to adapt it, but adapting an action game where you actually describe the actions, uh, that's really unfortunate, yeah. uh, you know. And then just, you know, because that, that's uh, the Blaster Master one does that as well. Mm-hmm. The, uh, so the Mega Man one is like that, but just like written for like real little kids. Yeah. So or the Mega Man <laughs> one. In there. Yeah. Uh, so Mega Man 2 has been re-released to hell and back either through Virtual Console or um, kind of in these collections. Uh, first for the PlayStation um, over in Japan, over in Japan with the Rockman collection, then uh, in America. Uh, notably the uh, the Mega Man Anniversary collection, which, um, man, that and the X collection really suffer from input lag in a way that makes them unplayable. Well, it's also in the, um, at least the GameCube version of the Mega Man 1, you couldn't remap controls. Oh, and yeah, they, they reversed the buttons. He jumped in a shot. shot. Yeah. Yeah, you don't do that. Like, that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's literally insane. Um, yeah, it was, I, I was so excited when that came out because I was like, you know, as I mentioned, you know, Mega Man 2, first Nintendo game like this mm-hmm. is this is a thing that I re, I strive to recapture yeah I, I am I am the target market for Mega Man 2 nostalgia oh me too um, uh, so we, we should know, talk about that like because you know so you, your first your first NES game like you got the NES like did it come with Mario like, like uh, give, yeah, give me a little yeah. bit more on that so, so, so it was the first one I had that was not so I got when I got my NES I had that in two games and it was uh, Mega Man 2 and Operation Wolf. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I played, you know, I played a lot of Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers is good. But I'd played that before because my uh, friends had it. Right. You know, my Nintendo Nintendo buddies. Um, but my Nintendo buddies did not have Mega Man 2. I was the first person in my my neighborhood uh, to have Mega Man 2. And we talk, very go all the way back to the first watch out for Fireballs. You're talking about <laughs> Mega Man X. Yeah. I, I grew, I, you know, I didn't grow up. But I spent a few years. I lived in a trailer park. And uh, we would play Mega Man 2. And pretend to be like different robot masters and like mm-hmm. zone out our neighborhood yep. into being the different you know zones. Yeah. Like all based on Mega Man 2. <laughs> um it's it's really like it, it's kind of amazing how influential this was to my like video game-ness yeah. as a kid. Um and I just, you know, drew, drew robots and like just, you know, put my my fist in my sleeve. So I looked a little <laughs> yeah. bit like I had a had a Mega Buster. Exactly, exactly. Like yeah. my, my my shitty little like purp like purple sweatshirt with uh with like a basketball stitched on the front of it. Like yeah. pull, like yeah. pulling my fist into it and saying, "Bam, bam, you're dead." Yeah, yeah. it's, it's uh, man. I love kids like non-specific sports. Really, like you'll see some nerdy kid in a mall and he's got a shirt that just says soccer in big letters. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, <laughs> we non-denominational um... for me. Like, just, like, 
very funny. Yeah, it's 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 really funny how similar how similar our story is, even though we're separated in age by about six years, I think. Yeah. And, you know, uh, no, more than that. I'm, I'm 36. Uh, so, okay. So, like, so roughly, roughly like six and a half years. Cause I'm going to yeah. be 30 this year. Okay. Um, Welcome. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, um, what's, uh, it's, it's funny how similar our story is. I never had much sway in influencing which, uh, which NES games we got. Like that came later <laughs> with SNES and stuff. So like we would have time Lord and RBI baseball because, ah, yes. that, because that's what my stepdad wanted. Um, but I had a lot of sway with getting my grandparents to rent me video games uh, when, I, when I stayed over there on the weekend. So some of my best memories as a child were going to stay at my grandparents' house in, that, like in a trailer park um, where we lived for about a year, I think, um, shortly after this period. But like going there and instead of spending time with my grandma and grandpa, like let's go to City View Plaza to the uh, to, like to the video rental place. I didn't know what the game was called. I just knew it by the cover. And I said, give me the regular grandma and <laughs> getting, just, like, getting this and just playing it over and over again, reading that Russell Demaria strategy guide, you know, it was game yeah. secrets of the sages, having my grandparents read that to me. Like this is circa 1992, 93, when I was mm-hmm. like going into kindergarten and could barely read, but like I was all about this and I was drawing robots and I was doing the sleeve thing. I was playing with my friends in this trailer park. Um, yeah, I'm as close to a tight of the wool Mega Man guy as you're going to find because it hit me at exactly the right age. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really like, you know, this, this, you know, this Mario and Zelda for me, mm-hmm. like, cause I didn't get into Castlevania until I was a little bit older and stuff. And that actually the stuff that actually hit me when I was like prime. Yeah. Like th- this is up there with with those kind of those yeah. iconic, yeah, kind of things. And like for for me, it was this and Sonic. You know, just because yeah. of just because of the time, because of your genes. <laughs> well, yeah, um, yeah, because <laughs> I'm an inferior Genesis <laughs> trash. Yeah, just, yeah, just because of just because of uh, your chromosomes and yeah. the way there's some extra here and some fewer here. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's just something that makes you different that you like yeah. Sonic or liked Sonic. Yeah, it's back... like you're an X Man, Cole. <laughs> yeah, the, uh... um, it had nothing to do with the fact that you were you know hitting the ages of five and seven when Sonic two and three came out. Um, no. no, it had nothing to do with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um... <laughs> the uh yeah this this is this, this is an important uh important game to me and three also I, I got that later but i really loved three as well as a kid yeah um and kept a, i played four i think that was where i fell off the series uh and it was probably when i was getting more into rpgs and adventure games and yeah, stuff and yeah. i was less into action games I had, um i had less access to four and five like i had friends who had four and five but they only mm-hmm. ever played him with the uh, with the NES Advantage, which oh. is is only really good for controlling the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> so it, it was it was it was a little bit bizarre going over going yeah. over to Neil's house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Yeah. But um, I so so the, like those are the memories. Like this is very near and dear to my heart. Like this could have been episode two hundred, but I wanted to do it sooner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah this, is, this is an important game. Yeah. Um. We both play this on the Legacy Collection. Yes. Uh, which is something that Digital Eclipse put out that is a new company. Uh, Frank Cifaldi is involved. I think that he is. Uh, I don't know exactly what his position is in the company. Um, who's a games journalist and, and retro games enthusiast who I like a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, he's he's one, of the, one of the curators on that traveling video game rarity museum kind of thing along with like Chris Cole. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and he has he's starting an organization, a nonprofit for kind of archiving this stuff. Nice. Um, and they uh, – so the Legacy Collection – when it came out, like it got kind of like some weird mixed review things yeah. that I think were just like, this is these are old games. Why doesn't this have every single Mega Man thing on it? Right. Which I I think is kind of silly. Yeah. Like it it came out. I think it was like twenty bucks when it came out, 
Um, maybe less than that. It might have been like 15. Yeah, it's like 15 it's, across the it's board. It's like 15 yeah. on the 3DS. And like it's six of the, the greatest Nintendo games curated about as well as you can curate games. Yeah, like uh, extra special care has gone into emulating these in a very faithful way. Yeah, like they, 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 they look perfect. They sound perfect. You can, you know, add the scan lines. You can take them away. Um, it adds save states, which is very nice, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as, as like a kind of modern convenience. But other than that, they're they're pretty untouched. Mm-hmm. And uh, they come like just loaded with like tons of super cool concept art and stuff. Yeah. Which is uh, really great, like really cute, um, really, really wonderful illustrations. Yeah. Um, you know, that you can look through. So like I, I love those those collections. Like I think mm-hmm. those are, you know, kind of top tier. Yeah, uh, comp- like retro compilations. Have you tried the uh, kind of the NES remix style challenge uh, runs on those things Mm-mm. on the legacy collection? No. They're pretty good. They, uh, no. they, they, you know, give you certain sections and give you goals um, for uh, for how to kind of tackle them. They restrict your uh, your, your items e? and things like that. Yeah, they restrict your yeah. P, senpai. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, but but those are those are fun. I, I had a, a fun night uh, drinking some whiskey and playing those. So. I, I imagine so. Like, I, I actually love, like, an NES remix. That's so good. Like, like, like that game is really, really good. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it's always dirt cheap, too. Like, it's, it's been, like, it's it's been, like, discredited or something. Like, I always see it on clearance <laughs> sales. Yeah. Everything. Um, but, yeah, so Legacy Collection is super, super good. And, and, and a very easy recommendation if you have any interest in these these yeah. games, I think. Yeah. Uh, especially good on the PS4 because of the controller. Hmm. I mean, yeah. just, just I, because that D-pad is the closest to the yeah, NES it's, it's really good. Cat. Yeah. I played on my 3DS and, and was good and and, yeah. and fine. Um, I have it on both. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is it is fun to uh, to take these things on the go. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think that, I think that that's about it. We're gonna get into it. Um, yeah. So, so given you know any kind of like light NES platformer thing, um, the other thing, any kind of most NES games we do, uh, we're gonna be pretty light on narrative. Right. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna kind of talk about the like the puzzles and uh, kind of hazards that show up in each stage. Uh, some of the enemies and then the bosses and kind of just make our way through the two games. Yeah. Um, there is plot. It is weird to me. It is always weird to me when <laughs> people that people get attached to these. Plots. Right. Yeah. Um, Cause it's a real thing. Like it is like, there's an Archie comic and people were just like, people thought like saw Mega Man and we're just like, I need to know about this guy's life. Oh, I was one of them. Uh, like the, really? the, I love the Mega Man cartoon. Like I would wake up extra early on mm. school days to watch that on like USA or whatever, wherever it uh, re-aired. Um, and I, man, I need to like find out if I still have these, like I would go to the toy store and get like these tiny little Mega Man boss action figure kind of things. Those, those, uh, those guys are great. Actually. Yeah. Those toys yeah. Are really good. yeah. But yeah. like I was, I was into it. <laughs> like it was, it was one of my favorite things. I watched the, the cartoon, not, uh, contemporaneously, but I watched it a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was just kind of like, I guess what I'm saying is the people who take it like seriously, like the lore. Oh yeah. You know, like there are people who, who are into these things where they're just like, I want to know about the emotional like damage that Mega Man has and like mm-hmm. how he, uh, and, and that part of, you know, it, for Saturday morning cartoon stuff, I think it makes sense. I think it's a little bit, uh, silly or not silly. I mean, it's fine. If you like it, you like it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it, for, for me, I don't see the appeal of treating this as a serious drama. Right. And you know? that's a little bit where like the later X games kind of fall down for me. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I kinda... Once they start having a lot of dialogue, like, <laughs> no, no, yeah, like this, it's, it's, yeah, it's, like X four is a baller game, but I really don't need these cutscenes. Yeah, it, it didn't even happen. Like uh, McMahon eight, yeah, is yeah, pretty intolerable. Like in that respect, at least, like it yeah. is still like a fun game. But like, man, do I not care about hearing these Duck, guys talk? Jump, yeah, kick, that punch, sucks. slide. Oh, 
but uh, for the plot as it exists, uh, tell us a little bit about it, Cole. Yeah, so the game begins with uh, one of the most iconic cutscenes of the 8-bit era, where we kind of pan up this large uh, tower that I assume is Dr. Light's complex. Um, and, you know, we see Mega Man looking off into the distance. Um, and the narration at the bottom says it's the year 2000 and X, or yep. uh, t- t- 20X teen, as they would say in Strong Bad. Uh, uh, and the evil Dr. Wily from Mega Man 1 has returned. Um, he hasn't corrupted these utility bots, but he has rebuilt this robot army, specifically trying to build um, robots that will defeat Mega Man. Um, it's kind of wreaking havoc around the world. Um, and so Dr. Light, the good scientist, um, as you can tell by his name, Dr. Light, uh, yes. sends out the virtuous Mega Man to set things right once more. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Um, can we, let's talk for a second. The, one of the things that we... We kind of we talked about it a little bit earlier, but uh, another series thing in addition to having these different robot masters is the nonlinearity. Right. Um, when you first fire this up, and it's like the stage select, how cool is it? Oh, it's great. You know, like it's still good. <laughs> like I still really, really like it as a as a kind of design thing. But it was so crazy. Like as a kid, like oh man, like which one of these guys do I want to go <laughs> go shoot in the face? Yeah. You you go by the name, you go by the design. Um, mm-hmm. I, I always I like my my initial um, impulse was to go to Quickman first. Um, because he looked badass. Um, yeah. This was in the time when like boomerangs in Australia and shit were really cool. I so, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and also yeah. his uh his little boomerang tails go out of his uh go out of his box. There's a little bit of 3D to it. Uh, but Quick Man is not the stage you go to first. No, no, no. no. <laughs> um. So there, there's different kind of competing philosophies here. Um. It depends on whether you want to. So there's something we should, we, we dance around because we don't we don't talk about Metal Blade. <laughs> you know, like, like for some reason, uh, the you know, but Metal Blade is the the weapon that makes uh, some see people say trivialize. I think it makes it pretty close in line with like a modern platformer's difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, so if you go to Metal Man first, that weapon is going to serve you at every stage. Mm-hmm. So that's usually what I do. You're right. Um, the other kind, you can you don't have to do that. Um, and like we said, you can pick either one you want, and then you can kind of use that as an inroad to uh, uh, to check out the other ones and do the rest of the rock paper scissors circle right but i tend to go to metal man first who has kind of a hard stage but i go to him because i want to use his weapon right uh, the the, the other philosophy which is the one that i take is um you can pursue the special items there's no way you can know uh what will give you the special items you know the navigation items um which is why i always go to airman first yes uh and that's one thing that is a, a marked improvement of of three over one mm-hmm. is that you uh in three you just start with the special items Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, the with, different, with uh, one or you them. start with one of them that, yeah. that is the, probably the most useful one for not just bypassing the game, you know? Right. Um, you start with one that's, that's very useful, but going to these, getting those in the right order means you're going to be able to get the secrets and stuff. Yeah. So, and you can't revisit stages, um, after Un- you unlike in Mega Man one where you can. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, where you have to in Mega Man one. Yep. Um, because, uh, the, the secret, I mean, here they're actually necessary too, but they're not necessary until you get to Wily, mm-hmm. the actual uh, thing. So in Mega Man 1, um, you could just miss the thing. Mm-hmm. Here, since you get them for defeating the Robot Master, the the mobility things and the items are not actually secrets in the level. Right. Um, yeah. You, you'll end up at Dr. Wily with all of them no matter what. Yeah. Um, but because I make them, because I make the notes, I dictated how we go in this. So blame yeah. me if you have, if you uh, just send me your emails if you have complaints. I mean, don't complain about this. Yeah. Alternatively. Like, <laughs> alternatively what a silly thing to complain about yeah um so uh so yeah i, I will defer to your your order uh here even if it uh burns me up inside <laughs> just so. just uh, just constantly sobbing while we talk about yep. Mega Man 2 in the wrong in the wrong way 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a fine way. It just, it doesn't like, it's, it's weird to talk about cause it's like, Oh, I didn't do it. You know, this first, it'll, <laughs> it'll also, it'll have impact because like, you know, having uh different weapons at different times does make a difference mm-hmm. and having those items at different times does make a difference. But yeah, yeah. So, so just, just know that we're doing, this is cool style. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I also so. called out like places where it would be especially easy to like to trivialize some of these places yeah. with different items. Like I yep. like, this is probably the most effort that I put into notes in a long time. And I put a <laughs> lot of effort into notes. The um so let's uh let's start with Airman. Yeah, Airman. Um iconic yeah. music in this. Oh yeah. Um and this is uh like starting right away with a very distinct design because this is not just like a regular platformer where you're going along and there are pits. You are hovering in midair and there are floating platforms along with these gigantic devil heads uh, with horns that will hurt you right on the edge where you're most likely to land. Um, And they also fade in and out of existence and send smaller things at you. So we're kind of beginning with these really, really tough, tight timing platformer challenges. Yeah. Yeah. I love love the the design of those angry fellows. Yep. Um, and what the, what this does is, from a level design standpoint, those spikes, those horns, uh, make you wait yep. on the platforms, to, and then you have to deal with these uh, little options that they send out, little tiny robots mm-hmm. uh, coming at you from different angles. Right, um, and like they're they're kept in phase or kept in sync to the point where like you really only have like a split second to make your move yeah. because if you hit those spikes and you know, because they're right on the edge and because of knockback, you'll be kicked right back off of it. Um, so you make your way through that. Uh, you get to this next area where there are these uh, these lightning throwing guys who ride these cool clouds with propellers on the bottom. Yeah, um, um, uh, we, we we understand that there are names for these guys. I put them in where I knew them, but um, I'm not going. <laughs> it's just it's just weird. Like I would rather it, describe them by what they are, so people can. Well, people understand. will know what they are. Like if we yeah. just say the names, most people don't know that. Right. Right. So yeah, I yeah. think describing them is probably a better choice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, these guys they uh, they, they ride around. Um, on these circular platforms and they throw lighting at you. Uh, the crazy thing about this is there are foreground sprites of these clouds that kind of will eventually, you know, over time start obscuring the, uh, the jumps that you have to make. So you just have to pay attention to what the phase is again. Like this yeah. whole stage is about paying a lot of attention to timing in a way that, you know, they're going to lean on a lot with kind of enemy fire patterns and stuff. But like, this is the stage working against you. Yeah. Yep. And even that even kind of plays into the next like major enemy, which are these birds, um, because they have this like kind of interesting kind of timing mechanic. So they're they're walking forward. They're carrying gigantic eggs that are bigger than they are, which makes me think like that poor Waka, <laughs> like that bird had a rough time. Um, and uh, they, if they drop them, this little tiny swarm of baby birds will will come in and attack you. But if you can kill the bird before they drop it, you take out both of them. Right. Um, so it's to your advantage if you're able to to take out the birds first. Um, so in addition to paying attention to these platforming things, you are trying to get the drop on these enemies yeah. uh, to avoid a more difficult situation, you know, in a moment. Alternatively, if you want to farm, you can uh, let them drop the eggs and then just kill the smaller birds because each enemy kind of has a roughly equal chance to drop useful items for you. So if you yeah. if you want to uh, uh, juice up your, your health, even though like all of the threats in this stage are mostly instant death, like that is a way for you to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it is uh, the thing about them for, as a as a farming enemy. Like I think there are, there are better ones because these guys sometimes will come. They can phase through the ground, 
Yeah. So they'll come at you from below, like angles you can't get to. Yeah, yeah. Get to them from. So they're kind of a pain to farm. Like you have to back up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And this game has uh, edge spawning. Yeah. Uh, which is just an NES thing. It's a bummer, but it, it happens. Yeah. I always uh, prefer. So if you back up too much, you're kind of, you know, that can get you in a bad situation. Yeah. I always prefer in a, uh, like in the Mega Man games where it moves screen to screen as opposed to scrolling, just because it does avoid those edge scroll, those edge spawning yeah. problems. Like you will leave the screen and they will respawn, but you kind of know what the discrete unit is. And this does a little bit of both, right? Yeah, like you, yeah. you do have times where it does it does go screen to screen, especially if you're moving vertically. Mm-hmm. Um, but horizontally, there are large kind of smooth sections that does give you that spawning problem. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite enemies in the game are these fan guys. <laughs> like, these like just like fat. Like, why would you ever like you like? I I am so body positive to a ridiculous degree, but the idea of like why you would like make a robot look like comically fat, <laughs> you know? Like I love that Mega Man has his dumb chubby got like that's one of my favorite things about Mega Man but like oh, yeah. you know just like you like give him this like like you like <laughs> lovingly sculpt and mold a double chin for this robot <laughs> you know it's it's, well, it's, it's his body is a fan like he's a walking box fan is what he yeah. is yeah yeah he's 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 like one of those like industrial like fans that they put uh, to dry off like arenas <laughs> you know <laughs> from from all the dude sweat or lady yeah. sweat yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the, the empatigo sprayers that they 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 put in there. Yeah, it throws up um, skin spores. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but so, I, I love these guys. Yeah, they, they just, and they all they do is try to like you know they make they act as a, a hazard you know to try to blow you off the mm-hmm. the edge. Yeah, um, but um, they look great. one of my favorite memories of this. So between these guys and Airman, like both of their kind of animations are in order to in order to blow, they will they will kind of like flex their arms like down like, oh, like I'm trying to show you my delts or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like trying to explain to dad uh, to, to, to my dad, you know, to Kyle. Uh, like hey uh, i love this game Mega Man, and describing like a little kid does you know like hey oh there's this time where like there's this guy named airman and he's got these dudes who go and his whole his whole thing like because like oh it's a you know, it's Mega Man. like he thought it was a game about bodybuilders so oh, okay <laughs> so to be like oh have you played Ur? and like no it's not about that like you understand like they're cute and they're uh. <laughs> yeah 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 it's because it, it definitely can kind of sounds like that so. yeah a little bit um <laughs> So I don't know. Uh, so you get to the boss. Um, and again, the way these are laid out, we may have talked about this in the Mega Man X episode. You have these little atriums where it tells you, yes, prepare for the boss now if you want to. Where you go mm-hmm. through the doors, obviously, you want to jump through the doors. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, um, and you yeah, find Airman. Airman. Yeah. Um, I never understood. I think I think this is an international meme or at least a Japanese meme where it's, oh, Airman can't be beat. Mm. Yeah. yeah he's he's very hard to, to to beat without getting hit yeah um it's because so he, the way he works is he stands at one edge he set like kind of sets up a grid of tornadoes like a pattern that he will send at you that you have to jump over uh and avoid and this can be very tricky um you know they're moving at you you're also getting blown at this point yeah um so jumping over those is pretty hard um if you can do that you can get behind him because he just jumps over to the other side and does that again Right. Uh, that's all he does. If you get behind him, you you can just pound on him, you know. Uh, but you have to survive this opening volley, mm-hmm. um, which is which is tricky. Um, and if you're doing this first, you're not going to have the leaf shield, which is what he's weak against. He's right. not that bad against the the mega blaster, but um, you know he's much tankier. Yeah. So it's weird that this is like a jumping challenge or a platforming challenge. Like that is a little bit like understandable. Like he lays out the pattern, they stand still and you're like, okay, well I need to jump over that one and under this one. Like this is my path through. Can I execute on it? Yes. Yeah. It's just very hard to execute on it because you're also, you know, subject to those wind 
uh, mm-hmm. to the wind thing at the same time. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, what you get from him is the air shooter. Um, and instead of creating a pattern of tornadoes, it actually lets you shoot these three small tornadoes in an upward arc uh, from your blaster. So you can use it to hit enemies above you, which is very useful. Yeah. Yeah, like a reverse uh, Simon Belmont's axe. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, super cool. You also get item number two. I wish these had more descriptive titles. Me too. Uh, that's yeah, something that they do in the third one better. Uh, and this creates a jet platform that kind of flies horizontally. Very useful. Uh, yeah, hugely useful for skipping some real BS kind of parts of the game. <laughs> like you can do the, the parts that are kind of annoying. But... Yeah, yeah. So uh, the next one Cole has here on the list is Flashman. Um, <laughs> just keep this, reminding uh, him it's my fault. Well, I just, it just seems alien. I, it's like, <laughs> oh, okay, Flashman. Um, the, uh, how, like, as a kid, like, this is, like, the most beautiful stage that I've ever seen. Oh, it's so good, and the music is so, like, kind of chill, too. The music's really, really good, and it just, like, the effects, like, it's kind of this, like, slippery disco, <laughs> you know, and it just, like, looks really, really cool. Like Slippery disco is my favorite Chromeo album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just, it looks really, really good. Um, so this is this is uh, these kind of like this light up like Michael Jackson video, uh, you know these roundy roundy blocks you walk on that have ice physics. Yeah, and that's yeah. kind of the gimmick to this. The zone. Yeah, the entire stage is just uh, there's no traction. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, and it's a little bit maze like too because there are multiple different kind of levels you can take um, vertically uh, throughout this, and there are like Crashman uh, kind of gates throughout this. Um, but they kind of introduce these uh, these enemies that uh, they're kind of big round guys that will uh, shoot these balls in an arc uh, with uh, mm-hmm. different trajectories. So either more horizontally or more vertically. And so, like, initially it looks like, okay, I'm not on this guy's level. I'm going to be safe. But no, they're going to be able to hit me either above or below them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the, there's these uh, walker enemies, uh, which are – this is actually like a uh, Sniper Joe uh, is the name of this like kind of iconic Mega Man enemy, nice. but it's him in this gigantic mech uh, <laughs> walking forward, which is pretty tough to take out. Uh, oh, yeah. But they jump at a way that like you can you can walk over them. So the final kind of approach in this is uh, is is a an, an optional platforming section. So um, if you've navigated the maze correctly, you have a gotten a whole bunch of uh, pickups uh, that you can see if you navigate in- incorrectly. So it is tempting you. Um, over over to them if you uh, you know go back and do repeat uh, uh, passes but um, the lower path is full of these sniper joes and their walkers um, and the upper path is a little bit of a precarious um, uh, platforming section um, that uh, will lead you to an energy tank if you uh, yes. if you so choose yes which is obviously very valuable right um, yeah and uh, the other thing in this level is uh, on your way kind of through the stage, you'll find these gates that you don't really know what they are yet. Yeah. Um, these kind of things. They don't open when you walk up to them like the boss door gates uh, do. Um, and these are actually gates that you can open with Crash Man's weapon, his bombs. Yeah, they're destructible uh, walls. Yeah, so if you fought Crash Man before this, uh, you get an advantage. I don't think there actually is an optimal path that lets you do get everything. Right. Like, is there a way to go through the game like a boss order that allows you to do every optional like power up like not that you need to it's not like Mega Man X where like these are meaningful upgrades that last forever yeah you know these are just little you know pickups right most of the stuff that I've seen beforehand is like oh you get more energy or like occasionally an extra life yeah Um, and you can avoid avoid some enemies e-tanks and extra lives are the best possible kind of outcome for these yeah a lot of times it's just a it's just a you know a health pickup I don't 
need it or really want it. Right. And I have there, to go out of my way. There's nothing as dramatic as the X series where like whole stages will change physically. Yeah. You know, not, not just from a gameplay standpoint. That was actually a planned feature for this. Oh, um, really? Wow. You're, yeah, you're supposed to be able to use um, the, the bats in Woodman stage were supposed to have nests that you could burn with uh, Heatman's oh, well. weapon, uh, but it was cut. Hmm. Um, yeah. So um, so you kind of make your, your way through this. You eventually get to the, the boss here, Flashman. Um, and Flashman, this, the kind of gimmick of this boss is that the floor is uneven, mm-hmm. which is tricky. That's going to slow you down quite a bit. And uh, he kind of walks around, and, like walks towards the wall, um, shoots you in this kind of uh, scatter shot. So not a spread shot, but shoots in different directions right. uh, towards you. Uh, and when you shoot him, he will kind of try to get out of the way. Um, the tricky part is he can freeze time. Right. If you leave him along, along like alive too long, like he has to get to that point. You have to let him, mm-hmm. but he, but he will do that. Yeah. 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 It's a, I mean, kind of a puzzle fight. Just, you have to observe his pattern and understand that he is reacting to your actions. Um, either yeah. that or you bring crash man to him and he, uh, and he dies. This is yeah. one of the bosses that is just kind of really easy to take out with the, with the regular power blaster. Or, you know, well, Mega and, or whatever. Yep. and I would say more difficult to take out with Crashman's weapon because Crashman's weapon is like a mine that sticks to the wall and blows up after a time. Yeah. yeah. So this guy walks towards the wall. You can put a, uh, you know, put put a, a mine there and trap him. Mm-hmm. The um the kind of like I don't know if it's the speed run technique, but um I've watched a YouTube of someone playing through Mega Man Two without getting hit. Yeah. Because uh, I knew it, you know, it could happen. I was just like, because the game it feels like you know you're designed to take damage. Like you get health pickups at a light rate. Yep. which makes it like you're supposed to get damage, but you can do it without getting hit, yep. um, is that you uh, you put a mine on the wall and then you attack him with weapons he's immune to, which mm-hmm. causes him to block. And you can kind of lock him in place next to the mine. Oh, okay. Which is actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, you know, most players are probably not going to do that. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's also one of those things where like, is that intentional? Like, yeah. is, that a, is that a strategy that they foresaw? Yeah, who, who knows? Yeah. Um, after you beat him, uh, you get the time stopper. Um, which unlike his version of it, uh, <laughs> you can't shoot while you use it, but it freezes time. Um, it has a very specific use, yeah. uh, which we'll get to like, it has an intended use, um, but it can be useful anyway for some kind of difficult platforming, uh, challenges. The kind of bummer thing is you can't turn it off. So you can't right, like yeah. freeze time for a second and then continue moving. You have to use it until the energy is depleted. Yeah. Um, so it's a one shot weapon, um, that yeah, has a very specific use. You also get item three. Um, which creates this platform that will crawl up and down walls at kind of this yes. slow rate. Yeah. Which is also again useful in when you have the um uh, uh this is kind of made superfluous by the the spring the what is it the the mega jack or the 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 yeah, what the, am I thinking? Oh, three, the, 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 like the rush coil in the rush coil, that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Yeah, which is a better version of this, I yeah. think. Um but this is, you know, kind of interesting. <laughs> on to uh quick man the uh, the the badass we talked about yeah. ring badass <laughs> because his sprite extends beyond his box gary i love yep. quick man stage like this yeah, is yeah. one of the like the the biggest triumphs that i had as a six-year-old <laughs> yeah this part we're talking about which you mentioned is the specific kind of use for the uh uh the flash thing you don't yeah. have to do it but it is i think that's you know the intention right there. right so yeah. like like th- this is a stage with one gimmick Right, so you're you're dropping down, 
and there is there are these large instant death lasers that extend from either the left or right side of the screen uh, from top to bottom. And so what it is trying to get you to do if you're not doing the the, the freeze man uh, mm. kind of stage, the flash man's uh, w- uh, weapon is uh, is get you to fall in an optimal way, and it's trying to tempt you away from the optimal path um, as, uh, as as much as possible. Um, you can make this trivial by using the time stopper, which just mm-hmm. lets you do these, you know, the, the, these drops um, kind of in one big go because it doesn't stop you from making vertical progress. Um, but um, man, the the triumph is I figured out how to do this without that. <laughs> yeah, you have to, you, it's a memorization yeah. thing. Like you memorize the pattern. Like the the one thing about the the Flashman path, like I did that as a as a kid too because I would run out of Flashman energy after dying. For making mistakes even with the thing because uh, it's not trivial like your right. flashman will actually run out before you get to the bottom and there are two sets of these lasers you go through mm-hmm. so uh it has this kind of interesting thing where you have to refuel on the way yeah there'll be energy pickups that you have to like kind of go a little bit out of your way to get to buy a little bit extra time and it's actually like pretty intense and good yeah. doing it that way as well um but as a sense i ran out of power i had to do it the uh the memorization way which is also really cool but it is memorizing the pattern of an instant death attack. Of yeah. an instant death attack, which like is kind of a bummer. Yeah. You know, like it, it it's it's fine. Like you get through it. There's a couple of like real solid Mega Man y things mm-hmm. that in playing for this episode, I was like, is this good? And can I even <laughs> say can I even tell? Right. You know, something like like something like that where it's like it's really satisfying when you get it. But they're cheap deaths. Like yep. you're gonna die a bunch on your way to figuring it out. Yeah, this is going that, to be without a continued hints, suck. You know, yep. like the, the there are a couple of them where it's like, oh, um, with a quick enough thinking, you can you can kind of get out of the way. But mm-hmm. there are a couple of them that are real kind of gotchas. Yeah. Um, I think about that, or I think about um, the disappearing block puzzles, um, which I like. But are they good? I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's, it's um, so hard to tell because I am so nostalgic. Yeah. You know, um, it's it, it, in a way, it's easier for me to criticize Mega Man Three. Because I am not as nostalgic for it as Mega Man Two, like I will, I will cop to that. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, what, or, or the other thing, uh, what is it? Uh, Mega Man's like knockback. Yep. Thing, like I think that's probably bad, mm-hmm. right? Like that probably doesn't add very much. You know, it just adds a lot of consequence when you're platforming. Right. So the idea is, if you get hit, you're just fucked. Um, that's probably bad. Like I, yep. I don't, I don't. That's probably a bad thing. But I don't. Uh, you know. It, it's, it's hard for me to defend it because I don't I don't know what would be lost if you lost it. Yeah, yeah, I would be very curious. Other than just fact, it would be kind of generally easier. Um, but, but other than that, is that what you want? <laughs> like in some in, in like I do in three. Yeah, you know, in two, it's like it just it's I, the game design part of me knows that it is bad when you die. Like I don't like instant death in games. Right. I don't like making one mistake and that's you die. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to be able to rapidly like iterate and try things, you know, so instant death kind of flies in the face of that, you know? So I don't know what would be lost either, but it on paper, like, I don't think it's a good thing. I just don't care because I am too nostalgic for it, yeah. which it goes against like the, the point of the show. But <laughs> it's very, very hard for me to, yeah. to separate you yeah. know, my kid memory out and, from it. You know, and like this kind of falls into like when we say, oh, I just knew this because I had playground knowledge yeah from it. like but i just acquired the playground knowledge by playing this over and over and over again yeah you were your own playground yeah you used to be your playground <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah so it's just it's just a weird thing it's just one of those things that like i i feel like oh this is probably bad like if a kid you know that like i'm not going to try to turn into like a kids react to nes games youtube thing but like uh-huh. a kid a kid who picks this up 
jumps on a platform, immediately gets knocked back, or tries to do a quick man stage and just has a laser come out of nowhere and just kill them and they have to start over. If they walk away and they're like, this is bullshit, mm-hmm. like they're not wrong. No. You know, like you're not wrong if you think this is bullshit. It's just, you know, me, it, it, me, my old school, this t shirt I got at Target that says I'm old school and has a picture <laughs> of an NES controller. Uh, it just tells the truth, you know? I, I don't know. It, it is a hard game to look at critically for me. Yeah. Uh, in that respect. Mm-hmm. So. so it's there. The potential for frustration is there. Like, I can't imagine somebody picking up the legacy collection and saying, yes, this is, this is cool and good. Actually, yeah. it's cool and good. Um, but, you know, like, again, it is from a different time, and both of us happen to have this as a very formative experience. So, yeah. like, again, I'll cop to it. Yeah. And and the other thing, it's it's not like the game is defined by those platforms, quick man stage, and knockback. Right. Right. Like there are tons of things that do hold up and just feel perfect and are really, really good. It's just those individual things that are kind of uh, drawbacks that I can't really uh, square that circle, you know? Yeah. Um, so after you uh, you get quick man um, or after you uh, uh, do these lasers, rather. Yeah. Uh, there's a, another short section where there's this dark uh, corridor with these fire themed enemies that are on loan from like the heat man collection, <laughs> yeah. collection for some reason. Yeah. Um, and this is a cool, cool concept where they're lighting up the area. Yep. So there's a little bit of a risk reward. If you kill them to get them out of the way, it goes dark. Um, luckily there's no pits here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is something that is like a kind of an NES design staple and you see it in, uh, video games, many, many different games. Yeah. So. I also, I love the design of these guys. It reminds me of flame man from Mega Man one. Um, mm-hmm. which again was one of my favorite little figurines to play with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you have this final approach with, uh, um, these Walker enemies again, the sniper Joes and their walkers. Um, but otherwise like this is a trivial stage except for those instant death traps. Yes. Well, and, and the boss, which is pretty hard, yes. which is quick man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this guy gets up in your shit, uh, <laughs> real fast and furious. Uh, his, his kind of thing. He's really aggro. Jumps around really quickly, uh, throwing boomerangs at once, and uh, or three boomerangs at once. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's just really, really aggressive. He is fast and furious, like a misused Aaron Paul. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> these uh, the, the, these the, these boomerangs are not just dangerous on the approach, right? Uh, they return to him, so you have to dodge them as he is moving around, and they are seeking back to him. So yeah. like this kind of creates there's no real dependable safe space. And also, uh, like Flashman, you are on a uh, like uneven footing. Yeah. Yep. So the way to cheese him or at least his weakness is to use the time stopper. If you have any juice left in this, um, that will uh, drain his health as long as it is active. Even when it's full, it doesn't take him down entirely. So you're going to have to finish him off with your, you know, with your mega buster. Yeah. Um it's a pretty cool little risk reward thing that happens Yeah, where like uh, you can either make that earlier kind of platforming part easier or the boss easier, but not both. Right. Cause you're likely to run out of power and there isn't really a grinding spot. Those, no. uh, those Walker Joes are not good for grinding. No. Um, pretty cool. I also like the idea that just like being frozen in time just hurts him. Yep. Cause he, he has to go fast. Yeah. All his muscles are like vibrating, you know, and he's just like <laughs> cramping up, uh, for not being able to stretch out. Um, so after you, uh, you kill him, you get the quick boomerang. Um, which is another like pretty good, like kind of bread and butter weapon actually, mm-hmm. like other than the metal blade, like you can, you could be forgiven for using this a lot. Like it's very yeah. ammo efficient. Um, in the NES version of the game, this got patched out in like Wily Wars and things. Um, the quick boomerang would, uh, hurt any stage enemy. Mm-hmm. So enemies that are immune, like the ordinarily, like you can't hurt them. The quick yeah. boomerang would kill. Yeah. 
Um, and this is just kind of a little, like a very short range weapon that fires very quickly uh, as fast as you can tap the button. Yeah. Um, yeah, the ammo efficiency is very, very important, as we're yeah. going to find when we go and talk about Metal Man. <laughs> Metal Man is also a really cool design. Oh, yeah. I, I think this guy looks really neat. <laughs> we uh, thought he was like a doctor. doctor. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I think it's like, you know, Dr. Rain. Um, <laughs> People will think that I edited us to say doctor at the same time. Nope, we just said no, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just it just happens. <laughs> yeah, um, so this, this guy's got his, he's like a mechanic, like a factory. Yeah, yeah. Like, this guy's got a cool uh, sense fortress going on. And again, like outside of like Flashman, why is Flashman in a freezer? Why is Quickman in a techno in a techno laser tower? Like yeah. most of these stages are themed in a very appropriate way. Like Metal Man should be in a factory, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. where metal is, <laughs> where metal is made. Yeah, um, yeah. So, this, so this uh, this factory is full of conveyor belts. There is almost no surface in this stage that does not slowly move you in one direction or the other. Yeah, this is late game Factorio shit, and the. Uh, <laughs> The kind of the other thing is there are not very many enemies. It is much more environmentally hazard focused right. than other stages, which I really like. Um, starts off with these kind of sense fortress style uh, dropping spikes. Yeah, um, you have to kind of make your way through, which it would be trivial if it weren't for the pla- uh, the conveyor belts. Um, and then there's a couple. There's two of them. There's one at the end, and one at the beginning. Of these halls of these drill things, <laughs> and these, are, to my mind, these are the best grinding spots in the game oh for sure uh, as a kid this is where i ground ground for extra lives so i could beat the game yeah is just stand here and you you know i didn't have a turbo controller but just tap as fast as i can uh and just get you know until eventually you get some extra lives and you yeah. can get extra lives i don't think you can get e-tanks from them but you can you'll fill up anything you want to fill up yeah these things yeah. yeah so that like that that is the place to do that like I, I, man, I just, I have so much of that Russell Demaria guide internalized. I think this is placed somewhat in the middle because you could charge up your weapons mm-hmm. if they were, if they were down on a single continue, but also again, because this is a stage that has a lot of places where you can get E-tanks if you have those mobility weapons. Yeah. 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 So which plays into kind of a larger, again, kind of a, a trade-off, you know, mm-hmm. whether you want the metal blade for the rest of the game or you want to pass up these kind of E-tanks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There are some enemies. The second half kind of has more enemies and fewer hazards. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you have these monkeys that are uh, walking along on large saw blades. Um, I think they're like clowns. Oh, I think they're yeah. like, oh, wow. like they're like little jesters. Okay. Yeah. They look like monkeys because maybe you, I, I was like looking at them as symbol monkeys with the, with their little pheasants. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they, they've got. They're definitely wearing uh, clown hats. Okay, I'm, I'm watching a uh, watching a video. I think. I mean, they kind of dance like a like an idiot monkey, but I think they're supposed to be clowns. Hmm, okay. Only and I only say that because there are definitive monkeys that come up later. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Wiley or and or well, Light, whoever well, made the bad guys. In this monkeys one. and gorillas are different, Gary. I you know my friend uh, Ben who I have my game group with. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't do anything. He's an anthropology major, uh-huh. um, or he wasn't in school. He's not anymore. Uh, <laughs> and he will he will point that out like. It's like he lives for it. <laughs> he just like he just like waits for that. Like he does. He wait. I, yeah. I, I, I've met Ben before, and I know that he is a yeah. delightful person. But yeah, I Ben's just, great. But like, it, it, I, I can, I can just best. picture an abstract person waiting at a party for somebody to confuse monkeys with apes, and yeah. they're just like sidling up and saying, "Well, you know, 
it, it's not his best. It's not his best trait. Like it's not actually that big a deal, and it's become like a joke. Like we tease him about it. Oh yeah, but he's real into that distinction. Did, like, did, like does he experience like genuine agony when somebody confuses them, or is it more no. like no, no? I I don't mean it's not. It's not like he's even like joking or anything either. I think it's like an instinct. Okay, just that he has like to 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 point that out, and then yeah. Well, there's something about but, that. Like if it took you a while to learn a distinction, like I think that that might be what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's like. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where maybe it began as helping somebody way back when, but and then yeah, yeah, and then it turned into almost pathological. Man, Ben and Courtney are such sweethearts. They're they're <laughs> they're the best. They're real sweethearts. They're good. Um, so anywho, uh, you kind of move your way past uh past these these clown monkeys or what have you who are kind of like dancing on these uh, gears, mm-hmm. um, up to these weird like stacked enemies, um, that look a little bit like the cactus enemies from Mario yeah, Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Thank you yeah. for drawing that comparison. Yeah. Um, and you can only hit them in the eyes. Like they are largely immune. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you hit them, they can actually, uh, they kind of like throw themselves, kind of, uh, dismantle themselves mm-hmm. as a projectile and then will reconstitute themselves. Remantle themselves. Yeah. Remantle, which is pretty, like these things are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I like these guys. They pop up a couple times. They, they showed up in Flashman Siege, but they're more prominent here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you get to, to Metal Man here. Um, which one kind of weird little trivia thing is Mega Man won't move until you do. So you can go into the movie, the room and just kind of stand there and he'll just kind of stare. <laughs> he doesn't start so attacking good. until you make the first move. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, how, how does that work? Because the floor is a uh, um, it, it's a conveyor belt. Well, until you put an input okay. or, or whatever, until you, you approach him or shoot or something like that. Okay. He'll kind of stand there. Um, so his whole thing is he has a conveyor belt on the floor um, and he just jumps and shoots metal blades at you. Yeah. Uh, from different diagonal angles here. Hmm. Yeah. And um, no. like like that is pretty much his pattern, and the uh, the floor will reverse occasionally. Mm-hmm. It uh, it is like an especially hectic game of Uno. Yes, <laughs> and uh, like that that is something you have to fight against as you are trying to a little bit like Airman find his pattern as he throws these in kind of uh, downward arcing angles. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a very quick fight, but like it is super easy to see how this would be a good first target, especially yeah. because of the reward you get, which is the metal blade. Um, yes. This is the most powerful item in the game. Um, I would say it trivializes the game, but not like in a if you, like, not in it a trivialize you, isn't the word. Like it's not like yeah, it's trivial yeah. to get through. It makes right, the game much easier. Still, right, right. So you still have those like platforming challenges and stuff like that. Um, you know, so even though you are a beta cuck, if you pick this up the first go, um, it you know it's it's reasonable, right? It is very energy efficient, um, mm-hmm. and you can fire in pretty much any direction. Yes. Um, like it would need to, if if you were pursuing balance, which like you know I'm not for balance in video games necessarily, but if you're mm-hmm. pursuing balance, it would need to probably just take up more energy. Yeah, like you know, as it is, it. You, you know, basically with the with the rate at which energy or weapon energy pods drop, you can use it as a replacement for the regular Mega Buster. Yeah, it, it, even without that rate, I mean, it, you can fire it. I think it's like 120 times, Jesus, or something like that without refilling like it's it's pretty bonkers yeah it gets around um, a lot of uh like damage resistance immunities yeah yeah it hurts things it, it has piercing mm-hmm. so if it if it hits an enemy and uh it goes through to the next enemy and the biggest thing is you can fire in all eight directions yeah so it's a little bit like um like it's like simon belmont <laughs> in castlevania one versus simon belmont in castlevania four yeah this game is contra now <laughs> yeah or uh <laughs> castlevania yeah yep um yeah or i mean or, or contra yeah the yeah. um but I actually like some of the things, like some of the parts, like like it, those areas where I'm using the metal blade. Mm-hmm. 
if I didn't want to do that, I could switch into my inventory and use the uh, bubble bubble lead if it were something below me or use the airman's thing if it's something above me. Like you can still get to those angles. Being able to do it without fucking around in my menu that much doesn't mm-hmm. I don't think it's actually that detrimental. No, no. The you menu know, like, is just bad. Yeah, it's not it's not particularly good. Like I don't think that the game becomes less fun when you have the metal blade. Yeah, yeah. It just becomes it just becomes kind of different. Like it is still pretty tricky. And, you know, if anything, like obviates the hardest parts of the game, it's probably the rush jet mm-hmm. thing. Where you can just literally skip the hardest oh, platforming. So you're throwing stuff. it back on me, huh? Huh, yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah. Your precious items. The um, if you can, you know. So that's not my point. My point is that you can skip the really, really hard parts of the game through multiple avenues. Yeah, yeah. But the game gives you lots of tools to do that, which isn't like to be shit on. Like, that's no, good. it's it's a mark in its yeah. favor, right? Yeah, like it is. Yeah, it is rewarding you for paying attention and for experimenting. Yes, and that's that's what when I think about this game in comparison to uh, to three or just kind of in general. Those things that where something that's like, oh, like I don't want to use the boss weaknesses because they and I'm not this is not me strawmanning you from earlier in the show. Oh, yeah, like you were yeah. playing for the for the show, you want to see all the patterns. But if somebody mm-hmm. is like, I don't use any of the boss weaknesses because it makes the boss fights go by too fast, like to me, the kind of Mega Manness, the fun is figuring out which weapon to use. Yeah. And the reward is that it goes by like kind of so quickly. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's <laughs> good. I like it. This is probably the big game that I play the most actually mm-hmm. like if i think about it like i probably just fire this up and play through it on a shitty day maybe like twice a year mm-hmm. um yeah and you're t- you're totally right the mega like the when i'm not doing it for the show the 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 metal the metal blade is the way to do it yeah it's just it, it's it doesn't make it unfun to me yeah like and, and again if so if it does make it unfun to you it makes it unfun to you but the idea of the philosophical backing behind behind bashing the metal blade i think mm-hmm. is misguided yeah. Because from a design standpoint, like you're always given those tools. Mm. It's just, you know, different. This is yeah. just one that's like an Omni tool. I don't I don't think that it would be less interesting, though, if they kind of restricted the number of shots that you had. I think it has. No, no, no. It could, use, it could use a little <laughs> bit of a nerf, yeah. but it's not uh, as it is. I don't think it's it's like the it's like what Alton Brown would choose. <laughs> like, like the bubble lead is a unitasker. Yep. <laughs> you know, and this this is the uh, this is a multi use kitchen appliance and I can get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this um, the, like, like the, the the metal blade is a good chef's knife. Yes, Alton Brown man. <laughs> the, um, and Alton Brown too. <laughs> Next up, we have Bubble Man. Um, I'll, I'll put this out as a, uh, a thing uh, in my uh, video game music cover band. We mm-hmm. uh, the song. Nice. Do you have a recording of that? No, I, I really wish we did. No, no. Um, I love that band. We did like all the, you know, I was just the people who I was in the band with were really of the same mind with video game music. So like nice. all, pretty much everything we did, I think was pretty much <laughs> like choice, you know, really choice. It's so weird. I would say 40% of the responses we got for this episode were people linking Mega Man cover bands. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Like, yeah. like I mean, it's, uh, like, the music into is unassailable. Yeah, it's kind of weird we, we didn't really bring that up, but it is uh, easily one of the best NES soundtracks, if not the best. Yeah. Like, it's really up there. Like, Maniac, uh, Maniac Mansion is my favorite NES soundtrack. Yeah, but this doesn't have a Sid. It doesn't have a Sid. Or a Razor. Yeah, it, it's, all, it's all killer. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't do the thing that Maniac Mansion does where it's, like, characterization through yeah, sound, yeah. you know? Um, but this series, I think, for as, like, series, if you're going to look at, like, averages for soundtracks, mm-hmm. like, Mega Man is probably, like, top of the pops. 
you know, like the, like the batting average is just incredible, at least for the first, you know, first five or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and this sound, this one is the best soundtrack in the series as it, well. Is there a reason you exclude six? Because like, it's catchy. It's I, I just don't know it as well. Yeah. Like I didn't play it as much. Like six has a good soundtrack, but I, I do think that the, even three, which has like really, really high highs. Yeah. Has three, three will like, regress to the mean a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And I think that the later entries kind of do that as well. Like they're still really good, but like every single boss theme in, in two is memorable and catchy and great. Yeah. Um, and you've been hearing them a lot. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, Super, super, super good. And yep. yeah, the but we covered the uh, the Bull Man theme, which was very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Magnet Man from 3. Oh, yeah. With the two Mega Man game. We had our Mega Man suite. Yeah. Uh, and that's my favorite song. That's actually my favorite Mega Man song, period. Oh, yeah. Um, but these are these are phenomenal. <laughs> um, this area looks really, really cool uh, yes. as well. Yeah. So this is a, like a waterfall uh, stage that segues into underwater. Yes. Um, and you're fighting uh, water enemies. Yeah. I like how Bull Man is a real dork. <laughs> He's got a little like snorkel helmet and his stupid goggles. Um, and uh, so you go through this water waterfall. It's constantly like you'd think it would be terrible to have this animating in the background the entire time, mm-hmm. but it actually works. Like the contrast, there's a lot of attention paid to kind of color because yeah. the enemies you're fighting in this area are all green mm-hmm. and they stand out like really, really well from the blue. Yeah, and, the, and the blue is really low saturation on the background. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like this, this white, uh, white and blue. And then the, uh, because of that pixel art first, kind of philosophy um all the enemies have really strong black outlines around them Mm -hmm. so it's very easy to have like an animated busy background without it getting in the way yeah um these frog bots are a little bit like the uh like the birds in that they will Mm -hmm. shoot smaller frogs at you uh that you have Mm -hmm. to deal with they won't face your platforms or anything um but um you know you're dealing with them and it does this nice thing where it introduces these enemies on solid platforms and then immediately (laughs) kind of gives way to these drop away platforms so you have to be very very nimble on your feet yeah. Um, you go through this kind of like brief area to head underwater where you fight these snail robots yeah. uh, that have little little tiny wheels and the, the uh, shells get shot off when you – they <laughs> act like the crabs in their original Mario Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Where you uh, – you know, once you knock off their, their shell, they get pissed and move much quicker. <laughs> My home, uh, no. Yeah. Well, yeah. That makes sense. Like you, you foreclosed on their shell. <laughs> on their, on, you foreclosed on their back. This is my bones now. Um <laughs> But the uh, that's the, very brief. I just the the, the, the Lee Mega Man Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, on your way to underwater, which introduces uh, Mega Man underwater physics, uh, which I, you can't jump. You just jump very high if you want to, or you can't swim rather. Right. Yeah. You jump yeah. very high, and they use that against you because they will put spikes, these uh, little spike balls, on the ceiling, and that yes. is the main way that they fuck you in this area. Yeah. Instant instant death. Right. There. Um, there's the really fantastic, like gigantic. Every once in a while, there are these kind of mid-boss level enemies. Yeah, these uh, huge ones, and this introduces these big, like angler fish that shoot a uh, smaller rocket-propelled fish out of their mouth. Yep, little shrimps. Uh, yeah, I love those things. <laughs> yep. Um, they just look really cool, and their weakness is obviously their their angler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the little the little probe, um, and they mix these up with little jellyfish bots who look like Metroids uh, that descend yeah, from yeah. the ceiling as well. Um. And, you know, just because they needed to round out uh, some kind of weird number, there are crabs that descend on a waterfall. But this, you know, aside from the spikes and kind of learning learning your jump, this is not a very difficult stage. No, it's very easy, actually. Yeah. And this uh, carries forward to the boss as well, Bubble Man, who is uh, actually can kind of swim and does have water physics. Yeah. And thus moves a lot slower. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kind of, uh, if you have the metal blade, he's weak to that. Um, and he kind of swims uh, in and shoots slowly, 
Like I find this guy pretty easy to dodge. Yeah. Um, his big kind of gimmick, he shoots out these bubbles that stick around for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And they will like follow along on the floor. So like he's using, he's using your relative weakness in the water against you. Like he can Mm -hmm. float around, but you are kind of floor bound. Um, Yeah. Maybe because you're heavier, you don't have the buoyancy that you need. That could be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, he's a very easy boss fight. A lot of enemies are, or a lot of bosses rather are weak to the metal blade. Um, you know, it, it does better than the regular mega blaster on them. Uh, yeah. but he, especially so. Yeah. yeah. He's the one where it's actually like a weakness, weakness, yeah. you know, in Mega Man two fashion where it, it chunks him and, you know, he dies in six hits. Yeah. Something like that. It's built. Up. Um, the weapon you get is the bubble lead, um, which is, uh, drops down to, uh, the floor and kind of rolls on the ground. Um, useful for hitting enemies below you and uh, is useful. Use it like holy water in Simon's Quest a little bit later yeah, to look yeah. for false platforms. Yep, but otherwise, like it is a very specific use. Yes. Um, on to Heatman. Heatman. Uh, this stage is balls hard. This is really hard. It looks really cool. Oh, like, yeah. I like the, the concave background because mm-hmm. um, you're, you're essentially like you're in you're in a, a heat sewer, <laughs> uh, like hot sewer. Check and see. <laughs> I, I've, I got some feces, specifically yeah. 103 for you feces. and me. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. So you're you're in a you're in a heat sewer yeah. uh, here, and this is like introduces that other uh, you know what eventually once you get to it, the other Mega Man thing of the disappearing platforms. Right. Right. Yeah, um, but like the early stage in this is not very difficult. Like it's mostly like a like a, a flat uh, kind of platforming area. Like mostly, I think maybe for farming. I I have no idea. Yeah, the, the weird little eyeball uh, cylinder guys who come out of the the sewer holes. Yeah, um, and then these weird little top like guys. They're not really tops, but they have helicopter blades that like a like a toy. They have to pull their own chain to make themselves <laughs> yeah, fly out. I love that. That's so yeah. cute. It's very cute. Yeah, um, but they're they're not the kind of the the main thing. You're trying to get through to the second area where they introduced the disappearing platforms. Yes. Um, and these are often on a counterintuitive timer. It's like they were designed specifically to fuck you because yes. like they will, <laughs> they will uh, like bring in a platform, bring in a platform above you, then like bring in a platform below. So you have to like be willing to step back, take one step backward to go two step forwards. Yes. And sometimes you have to jump before the platform appears. Yes. Uh, to make it. Um, there's one place at the end of the stage, which I think is kind of egregious. Uh, I mean, like the, the entire last third of the stage. Yes, I, I think it's kind of shitty. Yeah. Um, again, like I'm fine with it because I grew up with it, but mm-hmm. from a, from a, you know, the part of me that looks at game design at all, like thinks it's kind of bad. Yeah. Um, or just too harsh, like not bad, but too yep. much. Um, so these are really, really tricky. Um, this is, you know, carry these were in Mega Man one. Um, you know, they'll be forever here. One of the things is you can trivialize, especially the end part with that, uh, that jet. Yes. You know, which, whatever item that is. So like if you have the, uh, the, the rush jet, um, you can just kind of get past this part mm-hmm. and, uh, I kind of recommend it. Yeah. Um, you know, like you can memorize this stuff, but the thing at the end, so you go through more of these platforms. So you get to the end where you do a large stretch of them over instant death. Yeah. So either lava or a pit. And, uh, the thing I don't like is that they're kind of appearing regularly up until the end mm-hmm. where one appears above you and you have to jump before the one that you have or before it appears. Right. Cause otherwise you won't it. be able to like get up and around it. It's yeah. such a fuck you to have at the end of this very long mm-hmm. 
challenge. Yeah, which already demands a lot of precision and then to demand either trial and error to understand the way this works or to just under or to require a straight up uh, premonition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's just another memorization based thing, you know, similar to the quick man thing, but a little bit less, but like less fair, it feels like. Yeah. Uh, because you'd already put in this work where you can kind of like get it, you mm-hmm. know, and they do the thing that, you know, video games should do where you start out doing the platforms or there's no consequence. Right. That's right. Right. You know, uh, but then it the, the just ramps up to the ultimate consequence <laughs> uh, very soon. Yeah. So. I, I just I, I think if they would have stopped 10 yards sooner, this would this would be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, like there would not be anything to complain about, I think. Or there would be very little com- to complain about. Yeah. I think so too. Like just that last little bit, that little fuck you at the end is what I think is kind of shitty. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. uh, so the boss, um, again, pretty easy. Uh, so his whole thing is he will throw these motes of flame that become geysers on the floor. These geysers of flame. And yeah. he like his way of getting around the stage is to turn into a fireball and then just kind of shoot horizontally. Yes. Uh, and he is shaped like a Zippo lighter. Yep. As we mentioned, which is pretty great. Yep. Um, but he is, he is an easy by boss fight, which is nice to contrast with the stage. He's obviously weak to bubble lead. So you can put out this fire. Yes. Um, the weapon you get atomic fire is pretty interesting, even though I didn't use it too much. Right. Um, it's a, it's a, if you just tap it, it's weak and very, you know, it's not high range. Um, but you can charge it up, uh, and you charge it up and you get a full charge. It takes like half your energy. It's, it's mm-hmm. huge, but it kills almost everything in the game in one or two hits. Yeah. And there uh, are certain bosses that will just go down to it. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this also gets cool. you item one. Um, which uh, creates a propeller platform that rises pretty slowly. Um, again, like you're you're getting these things together. Um, even though even though this one is not entirely useful in the actual stages, um, it ends up being required in the Wily stages. Like that is the gimmick of the Wily stages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it can be very useful for the actual stages in that uh, it can get you some of those secrets. Yes. Yeah. is the obvious person to go to once you have the ability to create fire on demand. Um, I mm-hmm. love this stage. Uh, this is some of my favorite music outside of Crash Man and Air Man, probably. Um, just is, because, is. Yeah. because of the amazing beat that it has. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, this is full of some of like the most unique designs in the game that are very cohesive uh, to the environment. Like, these are all robotic woodland creatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also t- full of cuties. Yeah. Like I think the bats are very cute. I like their their orbness. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and the also the, the yeah the rabbits that throw little carrots at you. <laughs> I, I'm I'm into those guys as well. Yeah, yeah. Like there's no reason for them to exist. Like we already have rabbits. You don't need to make robot rabbits. Or again, kind of painfully uh, construct little robotic carrots. Yep. <laughs> you know. Yep. So. <laughs> um, uh, the beginning of the stage, nothing too terribly special. But once you get down underground, um, it is crawling with these orb bats. Um, and then eventually you can have this, you know, three or four, lo- three or four enemy long rank of these hot dogs. These uh, these torch dogs that shoot, uh, um, you know, jets of fire in these upward arcs. And so, like, you are just with increasingly complex ceilings trying to figure out how to jump up and avoid their attacks and also do damage to them. 
When we say hot dogs, that's their American name. They're fire themed, uh, like canines. Yes. <laughs> just, I just want to make sure that they're not. No one's imagining uh, hot dog. No, no one's imagining a Frank Furter. Yes. Yeah. No. Not not the case. Right. Um. But yeah. So they're they're pretty interesting. Um. As things and they're the, I like these little mini boss uh, things every time they they show up. There's a cat mm-hmm. version in three that I like a lot as well. Yep. Um, very, very cute. Um, we're also introduced to these, uh, these treetop areas that you kind of go through, uh, which is a little bit more tricky platforming with these monkey bots that kind of jump up, hang and kind of swing back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then those birds are back. Yes. Uh, from Airman. Yeah. Um, um and then yeah. you have kind of the spinal run up with some road runner bots again, just kind of like uh, spawning at the edge of the screen and coming at you like to an last ditch effort to uh, lower your health for what is ultimately kind of an easy enemy or boss rather. Yeah. Yeah. Woodman um, here who uh, again is very, very strongly themed like in this little forest room. Uh, his weapon is surrounding himself with a leaf shield, like four rotating leaves that block all damage that he throws at you right. um, as well as leaves that will kind of languidly come to the ground. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a reprise of um, the, the, the sting boss, um, the, the other forest boss from, oh, yeah. from, uh, from X. Chameleon stinger. Yeah. Chameleon stinger. There yeah. we go. It's not like that. That would be a reprise of this, but like a similar kind of ambient, ambient hazard that drops from the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. Um, and the trick here is just to charge up. Um, the the heat man gun. I think a, a fully charged shot will kill him instantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you get his weapon, the leaf shield, which um, creates a barrier around you that sticks around you as long as you do not uh, move by input. Yes, because uh, then you'll fire it in that direction. Yes. Um, so very useful for again. This has a very specific use. Yeah, that is uh, that's kind of later in one of the Wiley stages. Yeah, or um, in on the next our- stage. Oh, that's true. You can use it in, in Crash Man. I end up not using it here because there's other kind of ways to get around it. Yeah. Um, mostly because using those items, like you have all the the items at this point, mm-hmm. so you can kind of bypass those those parts. But this is, of course, Crash Man. This is the uh, I've mentioned this before. The first piece of video game music I learned how to play. <laughs> This is, is, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this, this song is great. Um, and this is uh, his kind of crazy techno cyber tower yep. made of pipes and, and moving track. That as you ascend, the sky goes from blue to black to eventually having stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, it's so through good. The sunlight. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, but this whole thing is like a, like a little platforming challenge. They introduce you to these rotating cylinder enemies. Um, they're little cuties with their, with their eyes, and they just kind of sl- uh, fly slowly directly at you. Um, mm-hmm. And they're present throughout the entire. Uh, Those guys were in uh, in Heatman stage too. Those are the yes. guys that came out of the sewer holes that yeah, uh, yeah. were in that farming place in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and also this uh, the, this brings back the uh, the metals um, or yes. the uh, the helmet enemies that are kind of just the the iconic Mega Man enemy. And then two pairs of eyes under a helmet. They yeah. kind of peek out. Yeah, they can only shoot them in the eyes. I like them too. Yeah, um, but this entire thing. Uh, so you have these moving platforms that are kind of on tracks. Um, and they just kind of, it's a little bit like the, uh, like the road signs from, uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How they yeah. just get more complex as you go along until finally it's nothing but like a series of zigzags and loops and stuff like that. Um, yeah. essentially like it is either you can bypass these by using some of the navigation items or, uh, you can try and shoot the enemies that are flying toward you, or you can put up a leaf shield and they will, you know, die when they approach you. Yes. 
Yeah. And uh, they introduce kind of more hazards under you as well. Yeah. On uh, this, you know, they do the, they, again, the video game thing, like introduce it in a low hazard environment, bring in the, the multiple hazards. Yeah. Um, this is an area where also the leaf shield is very useful. Uh, the metal blade is also very useful. Mm-hmm. So being able to fight off these little uh, cylinder buddies yeah. um, helps quite a bit. Um, there's more of those kind of barrel men that show up. Um, and then this long ladder section um, yeah. where you start off and there's two ladders to choose from, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, there's kind of branching paths here uh, that either go to power-ups or the critical path Right. Uh, here. And those birds are back. <laughs> um, and this is like the worst place for them because if they hit, if the eggshell actually hits something and cracks open, you're on a ladder and you have nothing. You, know, you can shoot on a ladder, but you can't uh, unless you have the metal blade. Um, you're limited in your you know ability to go up and down. Right, right. Uh, there, and they're going to approach you from diagonal angles. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're going to get you. Yep. yep. Um, then yep. there's a final approach with more of those helicopter stompers that crank the own engines. Um, yeah. But ultimately, this takes us are to good. Are there any unique enemies in this level? Weird. I don't think so. Yeah. This this uh, this is all kind of like also rams. Yeah. Like I love this. I love this level. I th- I think that outside of the uh, the ladder stuff. Um, yeah, like like the, the, those uh, moving platforms are very good. Yeah, there's no uh, there's no juice to this. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, you know the the stuff that's there, those platforms are very good. It's a good gimmick. I actually like this this boss, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's uh, yeah, not as uh, it's it's like they're running out of steam a little bit mm-hmm. potentially. Um, not that they didn't necessarily design these in this order, just because it's you know the order we played them in. But um, this enemy is uh, is Crash Man. Um who is a bomber like that's his his whole thing and he uh he shoots these uh these mines that stick to the ground and explode after a couple seconds yeah um and create very large persistent explosions um but usually there's only like one or two of them out at a time so it is easy to kind of like dodge them and he has kind of the same high jump as quick man does other than that he just kind of goes back and forth right you know, as, as you're fighting him. Yeah. Um, you can take him out okay. with the, uh, with the air buster. Like it is specifically designed, I think to hit him while he's up in the air. And also it yeah. jumps him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, in a really cool kind of thing that happens, uh, after you defeat them all, um, Dr. Wiley appears or you get his weapon. So it, it does the same thing except you can only fire it. Um, horizontally. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's used to explode, it explode those walls we saw before and, uh, to fight a, a boss later. But Wiley appears, he's got a flying saucer because there's weird ties to aliens uh, in this one. And, and and Wiley, like he's got some alien stuff yeah. going on. He's not an alien, but he likes to fake it for some reason. Yeah. Well, also, like, he, like, like the flying saucer is his preferred mode of transportation throughout yes. the series. Yeah. No. Uh, and then he goes to his gigantic fucking skull fortress. <laughs> I love it so much. It's it some is, of my favorite pixel art on the NES. It's it's amazing. Like I, I like house hunters. Like. <laughs> hook me up <laughs> um, yep. um, I, I, yeah. and so you go from this you know non-linear uh you can pick any boss enemy and stage you want to something that kind of approaches a little bit of like a like a mario 3 or mario world like you're on a linear path as you go well, along the mario 3 and, and mario world you can both uh choose to go in different yeah things. that's, more like that, that, that's true yeah castlevania yeah. there we go yeah. yeah it's more like looking at the castlevania castle and, and yeah, and, yeah. And, you know um, even down to the little lines and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really cool because you can kind of mark your progress through this fortress. Yeah. You know, you start out outside it and like looking at the battlements and stuff. <laughs> um, and the music here is, you know, like I not to tell you, you know, you, you'll use it. I don't know where you'll use it. Yeah. Um, but, there, you know, the music here is uh, along with the uh, the intro music has become the default Mega Man music. Yep. Like when Mega Man shows up in Smash Brothers, these are the two themes that they use. Yeah. 
Uh, and this is just, you know, superb. That's great. Like, it has yeah. a lot of, like, different, like, movements to it. It's complex. Yep. Like, man, it's so good. Yeah. Really, really, really good. Um, and this is where you have to start. You're, you're fully armed at this point, right? Yeah. So, like, you have everything you need. Um, you're just going to be using those items to get past these challenges. And for the most part, I really like these stages, with the exception of some bullshit that you end up having to deal with. Yeah, yeah. So, like, outside, there are places where you have to use either item one, which is the propeller uh, propeller platforms, or item three, which are the uh, the crawler platforms. Kind of get over these cement structures that are way too big uh, to jump over. Um, mm-hmm. And then eventually, when you get inside the tower, uh, you can use those to ascend as well. Um, there's kind of a tricky scene where, like, if you don't understand what those what those items will do, like, there's no real way to, uh, like, navigate this without those, which is like a, like a cliffhanger or a leap of faith where they're, you're, you're on an item or on a ladder on the far right side of the screen. There's a ladder upward at the far left, and there's no safe ground below. Yeah. Yeah. They want you to use these, these items. Yeah. Um, and again, since they're tied to energy, it makes it kind of a bummer. Like, you could very potentially, like, be out of that. I mean, you're probably not out of that item, but, like, this is the part of the game where that starts becoming a thing. Yep. Like, you could need a traversal item and not have it. And uh, that sucks. Yep. Um, so you get to the top of that ladder. Um, you kind of go through this, this this area with these suspended platforms until it just becomes a black background. And you just jump from, from block to block until this fucking dragon shows up that is, like, <laughs> again, like, huge in my personal mythology and huge in the fandom. Oh, yeah. As just being like, like it's huge. It's a huge, huge sprite, and you, <laughs> you're you under such him. duress during yeah, this fight, like, both the both the chase and then the ultimate fight. Like there is no safe ground. Yeah, you you fight him on three kind of uh, staggered platforms, um, and you still you have Mega Man knockback, which we talked about, which means mm-hmm. like one hit is essentially death. Like right. you can stand really as far close to him as you can on a platform, so you will land on something below you when you fall. But uh, really, really tricky. Um, he doesn't do very much. He just hovers and shoots fire at you, but it's all about this environment. It's all about these platforms that you're dealing with. And uh, just with with that, you know, with that Wiley's boss music stuff running, like this is a very definitive kind of iconic Mega Man moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, like he goes down to the boomerangs. Again, this is an item that is kind of designed to hit him uh, very mm-hmm. easily, but also will chunk him as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now you made it into the fortress. Um you know, this area, this kind of techno area with fans and uh, kind of spinning gears and stuff. Yep. And uh, you have to use um, item two. You have to you get to a point where you have to use the jet to yep. get across this row of spikes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, telling you, you know, letting you use these and starting to design around those. They, they give you some uh, uh, recharge right at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they're starting to kind of design around it uh, that you need to do it. But, again, this is where it kind of falls a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Like, yeah. If, if if the energy was handled any differently, where you could assume that you would have some in order to get through, uh, yeah. it, would be, it would be so much better. Because I like the tricks they play. You know, you can fire the jet across. There's one exit that you can see. Like, the, other, you know, yeah. the first exit you can take, it will get you through the level. But if you just hold out and pass that one, you get to another exit, which gets you, like, all kinds of items. And the way it rubs the salt into the wound is if you take the first exit, uh, you have to see all the stuff you would have missed if you, yeah. would, if you would have just been a little bit braver. The first exit also requires you use three crash missiles okay. to get through. So if you don't have those crash missiles there, you're also fucked. Yeah. Um, and it, to people who are listening to this who think it is, like... You know, as an adult, I know what to do because mm-hmm. I played this a bunch of times. But as a kid, I was so experimental with this stuff. So I was trying every weapon on the dragon. I'm trying every weapon on these enemies and stuff. Like, yeah. it was not uncommon for me to be out of 
Everything. some of these energies, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like very low on most things. Um, I wasn't smart enough to like, you know, switch two weapons to refill things when I found a spare energy tank. Yeah. Things like that. So like this, this was a concern for me when I was younger. Uh, those, those little things like getting up there and, Oh, if I don't have enough for three crash things, I just have to die. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So you, you kind of move through here. There's this long section of falling, uh, to get through with, uh, uh, these spike mm-hmm. pits. Uh, these, these kind of spike areas until you get to the actual boss, which is in this little room here, this uh, Picopio Kun. Um, and this is a room lined with blocks that uh, move together. They they kind of coagulate into a robot that you have to kill. And yeah. then that kind of keeps happening. Yep. And like it's a limited time, you know, it's yes. a limited time engagement. You just have to kill a certain number of them. You just have to survive the blocks flying off the wall. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, interesting. Uh, another thing they wanted to uh, implement for this and didn't was that when the uh, the robots left, they were supposed to leave holes. Mm-hmm. So it became, uh, if they moved, it would be a thing you had to jump over. Yeah. Like it would be, you could fall into instant like death. A, so like I'm a really little Sonic they, challenge. Yeah. I'm gra- really glad they didn't do that. Me too. Because uh, there would only be two spots in the middle that you could stand on. <laughs> and uh, getting hit once would have killed you. A little much. Yeah, um, a little much. Wily Stage 3, it's kind of a big descent. Um, and this is the water stage of them. Um, mm-hmm. Man, are those fish enemies uh, very off model at the bottom? They, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they look like they were drawn in MS Paint. It is not in style. No, no, no. Um, it's their eyes. Yep. Their eyes don't have a, like an outline to them. And there's no like eyelids or anything, which is a real Mega Man robot kind of thing. They're, they're just like big sleepy. circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just kind of big, big white circle eyes. Yeah. Um, and this is another uh, dropping challenge through these areas with spikes lining the walls, you're kind of playing irritating stick with, with Mega Man as your, as your stick. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, final boss here is guts dozer. So, uh, guts man has been reconstituted bigger, better, faster, stronger, um, mm-hmm. by use it, break it, um, into a gigantic tank, uh, that you have to, uh, kind of jump onto his front platform, like on top of his treads in order to, uh, land some shots. Yeah. Uh, kind of kind of interesting the way that like Gutsman has become kind of a, a series icon as well. Yeah. Out uh, of the the first, you know, Mega Man one bosses, it's him and Gutsman. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. Um I yeah. don't think that like Gut like Gutsman, his silhouette is not is not as distinctive as I as I would want it to be. Like his color palette is really good. Like the black yeah. the black, blue, and yellow is great. Yeah. But uh but Gutsman himself, um like here blown up to huge proportion is awesome. But you know, yeah. In Mega Man One yeah. it's kind of like, oh, he just kind of throws shit and his his weapon is real weird. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Um, these stages are real short, by the way, too. So yes. there's lots of them, but they go by really quick. Um, after you beat him, you go on to the second, fourth stage, um, which is uh, an ascent. So you've gone all the way down to the pit. Now you're heading back up a tower. And this introduces a kind of false floors that you have to use that bubble lead yep, to test for. Yep, that you can fall through just sometimes onto spikes. Yes. Yep. Uh, so just, you know, intangible sections of floor, which is kind of a bummer. Uh, but, you know, you kind of move through until you get to the section of trickier crash man moving platform sections right uh which you know again the leaf shield is is your friend mm-hmm. yep and uh <laughs> so the tricky part about this is it looks like you can stay on the platform but sometimes it will just scrape you off because yeah, it, is, yeah. it is one block too short yes so you have to kind of do some platforming while you're moving along around on these i yeah. really like these like this this works for me yeah yeah as a, as a platforming challenge uh quite a bit same um move through kind of another just kind of corridor with enemies um until, until you, know, you get to some of the worst bullshit in this game yeah like well i mean i, I would say the bold the yeah, biggest yeah. bullshit thing in the game um is this this boss called uh, the boobium trap uh enemy 
So it's kind of cool in that it's like a, it's a set piece. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're not fighting a, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. Um, you're you're not fighting a like, like a, a, like, individual a mobile, like a mobile enemy. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You're you're fighting the room. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this room with these uh, these turrets and these uh, these crashman shields in front of them, shielding them. And uh, every on a timer, they all shoot you and home in on you. Mm-hmm. So like you're very likely to get hit when they shoot. So there's a little bit of like a race the clock. Yeah. Element. Um, the but, shitty part is, is that if you, I, so I save stated before it because I was like, can you do this in one go? Right. Um, and you can, right. It's a puzzle. Like but, there's a way to do this without losing your stuff, but it sucks. It's yeah. Hard. You, you, you are. So at, at max energy, the crash, the, the, the crash bomb can only do seven shots and it requires seven shots. Yes. Because of this whole thing. So like nothing can be wasted and the path through this is to use your movement items to get around the, some of those shields. So you don't waste your charges. Yes, because the easiest way to do it would be to use like nine shots. Right. And the walls don't regenerate. So you can like uh, do this, uh, do do all the walls, die, grind up some some stuff. But it's such a bad level for grinding. Yeah. That it makes it just kind of a bummer. Um, the the weird no damage playthrough I watched, the way they get through that. And then the shots, like it, it's not impossible, but it's very difficult to dodge those shots, mm-hmm. especially if they're all going. Right. Um, that person, they do, uh, if you just hammer, if you, uh, turbo button, the pause mm-hmm. on and off, the shots will go through you. Yeah. It's like Mega Man one trick. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that's what, that's what that person does, but it is just, it is an extreme bummer, I think, mm-hmm. um, as a boss. And just as a kid, it was just such a frustrating fucking thing to have to like die and continue in order to get all my weapons back, mm-hmm. you know, and then, uh, make my way back here and try to figure it out, um, again. Yeah. So it's not the best. Yeah. It, it kind of plays into some of the worst stuff about the Wily stages, which are, you know, again, just using the resource constraint uh, constraint against you. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. I do, I do not like this boss. Yeah. It is the uh, the, the bullshittest uh, <laughs> thing that they've done. Um, after this, uh, we do a boss rush. Yeah. And there's really no point in talking about it. you just fight all of the boss enemies again. This is this is a serious tradition that I think is kind of superfluous. Yep. Like once you have all of the weaknesses, it's not that fun to just kind of stomp all the bosses. Yeah, it is it's really just like a menu navigation challenge. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of go through, you kill them, they're all very easy because you have everything. Um it just it it doesn't feel like padding. It's just kind of like I think it is meant to feel empowering because you had such a hard time the first time, but mm-hmm. It doesn't really work for me. Yeah, but also like the like the bosses were not the hard part most of the time. It was their stages, yeah. you know. Yeah. So the bosses devoid of their stages, like it really lays bare how simple they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I, I think in Mega Man Three, the bosses are tend to be harder than the stages. Yeah, in that one, so it's a little bit different. I still don't really like the rush though because weaknesses are not particularly satisfying in Three. Right. Um. So yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of this, but it's it's fine. Right. You know. Um. After you finally beat them all. Um, you transport this empty arena with Wily's like big killdozer thing. Um, his 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 first boss form. Yeah, it's like a it's it's like a flying death machine almost. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he's got um. He shoots these uh, arcing energy balls until phase two, where they start to bounce, and you mm-hmm. have to um hit his cockpit enough, and that just kind of requires using the metal <laughs> the metal blade to angle up and hit it. Yeah. Yeah. And then he uh, he ditches out in his uh, uh, UFO, and you fall. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you fall into like infinite blackness to get to the next section. Yep, a stage beyond the skull that you were trying to reach. Yes, yeah, yeah. A second tiny skull that he has underground, <laughs> which is a real nice little twist. This is so funny. <laughs> so you fall into kind of this contra tunnel that is full of this corrosive, you know, blood red acid. It does a shitload of damage to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so you want to avoid that, like you know, as as well as you can. Yeah. Um, you know, which is just timing, but it's very easy to get impatient at this point because there is a sense of momentum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so you kind of reach this final area, which is a small, you know, a small boss arena where Wiley well, reveals. Oh, go ahead. Real quick. Real quick. Uh, Wiley's final form, weak to one weapon. <laughs> yep. Why is there corrosive acid you can't shoot? Yeah. In this thing, like if this if this is like a later Mega Man game would have like those drills or something here, mm-hmm. you know, and that would be like significantly better. Like it's not only does the acid kind of suck on its own, like it's not that bad to get through, but it's really right, harsh. right. But just having no place to to get <laughs> I think weapons it, here it, really it, sucks. It might be banking on you never using the bubble lead once you figure out how limited its use is. It's like the 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 best weapon for those uh that like that stage boss though with the um oh yeah the the, 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 the pico pico yeah yeah so it's just it's just frustrating to me you know it, yeah. again like, like it's the weird it's not a good weapon. decision for a final boss I understand no. that's a thing in Mega Man yeah like but, use your use your joke weapon against the but the the idea of it's it's the weird conflict that is like again in this more, mostly impeccable game where tying progress to these energy meters like tying actually being able to uh, uh, advance to the most efficient way to advance. You know, so if you choose to be efficient, choose to experiment earlier, it makes it literally impossible to advance later. Yeah, and that sucks. Yep, um, don't love that. No, uh, but the spinal boss that is only weak to water, um, much like the enemies in Signs, mm. <laughs> the enemies, the the aliens in Signs, um, is uh, it's an alien. So Wily turns into an alien and kind of flies around in this infinity pattern. Yes, uh, and just kind of shoots every once in a while. This is pretty easy. It's just about, you know, he does pretty good damage, so you just have to kind of avoid him and, and bubble lead him. Um, when he dies, uh, he's controlling it with, like, a green screen. It's like it may as well be a tennis ball on the end of a stick. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's amazing. Like, he's got, he's got these little joysticks, and he's ma- he's got this little hologram yeah, he's there, making. Like, there's, a, there's a, like, a big projector on the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, it's it's super funny. It's, like, really, really cute. You know, and like this, th- that kind of like storylining or whatever, uh-huh. uh, I can I can totally get behind. Oh yeah, it, it's just That's it's a, it's a wonderful little comic strip almost. Yeah. Um, it is not the most challenging boss. It's not like the most you know kind of fitting end for this. It has that annoying thing with the bubble bubble lead, mm-hmm. but it's still pretty. You know, it's pretty fun. Um, it's satisfying when when Doctor Wiley kind of bows and starts crying on the ground like a baby. <laughs> yep. Um, and then you get the uh, the end credits, yeah. which again are very cinematic and like inappropriately dramatic for yeah for it's game. it's it's the end of it's the end of the incredible hulk tv series except he's walking mm-hmm. toward the camera instead of away from it yep going through the different lands with the different weather he's experiencing yeah as he just kind of walks back yeah. he can teleport that's how he gets the stages <laughs> but he's taking he's taking a long long way home yeah uh hope you die in a decent pair of shoes yeah, yeah. i hope he does too um <laughs> and he uh he eventually gets to his home looks up and leaves his helmet uh behind yeah. On the hill. He no longer needs that. <laughs> so, yeah. Mega Man 2 uh, possibly occupies the softest place in my heart. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I, I revisit it a lot. But coming to it specifically, you know, for the show and kind of analyzing the way the pieces fit together, I was very heartened to see that it does hold up to, uh, you know, scrutiny. You know, we, we, you know, I don't feel like we were, you know, as critical sometimes as we as we are with games that have instant death shit in them. But, like, I, you know 
that just that that comes with such a huge caveat and disclaimer. Yeah, I don't think the instant death stuff is good. Right. You know, like it, it's still not it's still not good. It doesn't ruin it for me. And this is as hard as it can be for me to like, you know, to be to be objective. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like those instant death things, the kind of bullshit parts are not a huge part of the game. So even the part of me that's just like, how good does this feel in the now, you know, still feels really good. Like it is still incredibly fun. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, I, I really love it. Like it stands up. It's one of the best games we've done for the show. Yep. Definitely one of my favorite NES games. Yeah. And it's weird that it just kind of goes without saying. Like we are we're we're coming through and just kind of like spiking on this game. <laughs> on to Mega Man 3, which is a platformer, um, again, developed by Capcom, published by Capcom, NES, 1990, a year or so later, uh, compared to Mega Man 2. Um, And the basics are very, very similar to 2, but they've added a couple of different things, and the uh, development constraints were uh, apparently oppressive. (laughs) Yeah, as opposed to, um, like, you had to make this whole doing other work, it was more like you don't get enough time to make this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and uh, which is kind of, you know, kind of a bummer because they didn't start uh, kind of they didn't start making until a year after Mega Man 2, which, uh, you know, it seems like if they knew they were going to make a sequel, give them a little bit more time, guys. Yeah. Um, so you get us the big uh, addition to this. Uh, the two big additions are Rush, who is your pup, uh, <laughs> who takes the place of the items. Those anonymous that items. That is a yes. th- that is a definite positive move. Yeah. Rush <laughs> is cool. I think Rush is cute, even though. Um, He's got a weird, like, I, I if you look at him, like, it looks like human flesh under his helmet. Like, yeah. it's, it's, like, flesh tone. <laughs> so imagine, like, it's just a person who's been, like, vivisected, like, vicissituted into a dog. You know, like, uh, yeah. pretty creepy. I thought you were talking about just, like, 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 the weird places where his body gets incredibly thin, like he's half-skeleton dog. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, don't look at Rush. Like, the more, the more you consider Rush, the kind of grocery yeah, he is. Yeah, just keep him at the gestalt level. Yes. Rush is good in concept. <laughs> like communism. It's good. It works in theory. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, and. Don't, don't, don't email us. Um, um, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> I was, I was yeah. doing the Simpsons quote. I wasn't actually yeah. making it. No. <laughs> so, so Rush is good. Um, you start with the Rush coil and you eventually get more powerful, more powerful items. Uh, this kind of increases the complexity of the stages because they can assume no matter which one you start with that you're able to do this kind of super jump at moment's notice. Yes. Uh, which is very nice. And then the, the other kind of like significant upgrade is uh, the slide. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is useful. And you know, so they getting through some areas, which like that's kind of a, a misnomer. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, just because if they didn't add those areas, you wouldn't need this to get through them. Right. So that's not really an upgrade. It does allow you to kind of duck, which is which is kind of big. Yeah, it's um, it, it's it's like a limited time duck that also move, that also moves you a certain amount of distance. Yeah, you have to be very careful uh, yeah. ducking with it, but it allows you to duck kind of. So it's you know. it's satisfying to learn how to do that. Like I think that it especially makes the boss fights um a lot more kind of, you know, rewarding to, you know, understand their patterns. Like mm-hmm. the, like that 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 is that is a positive side of this. My my reasons for being ambivalent about the slide are also because it feels like it's only really necessary in a couple of levels. But um it's more superficial than that. Mega Man looks fucking weird when he does it. <laughs> yeah, like a little bit. 
Yeah, I, I could see that. Like this is this is the game where Mega Man all his weird like you get to see him from weird angles you were not meant to see him from. Right. Because it also has Top Man Spin, which I'm forever on the record of, of loving because it shows mm. Mega Man in profile <laughs> and he's got a real cute little beer guy. <laughs> yeah. And like anything that like because, you know, my my canon Mega Man's a little fat guy. Oh, yeah. And if he's not a little fat guy, I don't want it. <laughs> like um, so the uh, I don't you know, I don't mind the slide. The slide's cool. Yeah. Um, this is prior. A lot of people uh, get confused with this with four and think that this introduced the charge. No, no, absolutely uh, not. not the case. Two did um, with Heatman's weapon. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Um, but the the actual charge Mega Buster, which is uh, a controversial thing in the series, some people dig it. Um, yeah. I think is Jeremy Parrish was the first person who made this uh, observation. Is that the biggest uh, downside to it, other than kind of trivializing the other weapons, or, or, is it is the soundtrack? Yeah, it ruins the music. Yeah, like it's it's a it's a, a shitty thing uh, in that respect. But yeah. here, at least we just have the slide, which I'm I'm down with. But keep in mind, like that's very little like addition. Right. So that's the thing with these Mega Man games is they're more or less like the same kind of engine for for lack of a better word, just different kind of remixes. And yeah. that's the thing that, as we mentioned before, would end up getting pretty fatiguing. Most of the optimizations that they did with the engine were just to fit more shit onto a cart. Yeah. 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 Um, so they introduce a new character here. Um, this optional, not optional, but this recurring mini boss, uh, named Breakman, who is revealed to be Proto Man, who is kind of a, a dark horse fan favorite anti hero version of Mega Man. Um, that you fight. I dislike Proto Man quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, I think that he, one, he plays into the kind of like serious dramatic side of Mega Man. Yep. That I don't think is cool. Uh, two, I don't think they're good fights. No, like no. Like his, yeah. his pattern is real shitty and stupid. Here it's real bad. Yeah. Uh, when when they designed him, they wanted to make him look tougher than Mega Man, so, so they gave, gave him, him a scarf. scarf. <laughs> yeah, that's how <laughs> tough this works. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, I mean, it's just it's something that will blow in the wind. And again, sorry to like <laughs> we we are just immediately turning on anime right now <laughs> because we love Mega Man too. But like Proto Man is a is is a bridge too far. I love the colors of Proto Man. I think that there's a lot that's good about his design. I like that he has a scarf. I don't think that it's dramatic at all. I just think it's jaunty. <laughs> he has that, yeah, he has that uh, that music that comes in too, which adds that sense of like drama and mystery and stuff. Mm-hmm. But some of those things where people like came away from this and they're like, oh man, Proto Man's the ultimate cool mystery man. Like, <laughs> and like that's just not the level I want to engage with Mega Man mm-hmm. on. You know, like this is cute robots doing dumb robot shit. Like, yeah. here here's a robot bird. I I spent hours and hours like molding him so he makes a robot egg that has smaller birds in it. You know, <laughs> like that's that's the level of Mega Man I want to engage on. The kind of serious dramatic part of this does not work for me no not at all um and the fights are bad and the fact that he's his brother just feels like a dumb again like it, it feels like an overly dramatic twist robots can't have you know? brothers yeah it's very <laughs> silly like it is very you know i don't know no, not, i don't not mean a, to be normative uh, but you can't have a brother <laughs> yeah it's it's a, you know and you like yes you were built at the same time or whatever like whatever dr light wants to call you right uh, the, this human that owns you and and i don't know <laughs> it's just a the whole sentient robot thing, it's like I either need to be really high-minded or really low-minded. Yeah. This kind of like pulpy middle ground does not work for me. No, not at all. Um, mystery tanks, which suck. <laughs> uh, they are just like question mark tanks that can have something in them. Yeah, maybe. Uh, can Cannot. Uh, essentially like question mark blocks. Yeah, they're like they put um, their shitty rewards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so don't, don't go out of your way for, for mystery tanks. No. So uh, onto the development of of, the, of this game. So a lot of the staff from Mega Man Two were actually diverted over to Ducktales. Uh, that makes while, a lot. Of while sense. Mega Man Three was in production, Ducktales, a game that we have covered before, is is amazing. Um, yeah. Mega Man Three, you know, it's not like a B team. It's just that like you know people with those ideas and those values of like, hey, this is what Mega Man Two ought to be. You know, taken over to a different to a different project. 
you know so again yes. we're kind of like building this case or finding this evidence for like why Mega Man 3 you know is is a little bit of a different thing yeah slightly less satisfying while still being excellent right um and uh, Kiji Inafune does not like it very much uh mostly because of those time constraints like right. he, you know if we had more time to polish this we could actually make it good and the actual director of this the project supervisor didn't understand Mega Man the same way the guy who did Project Supervised Mega Man 2 did. Yeah, so there was like turnover, like the old guy left and there was a new, there was a new person who came in. Um, yeah. Who had something else. And also this is a game that was forced out before they felt like it was finished. Um, and, you know, you can kind of see this in combination with the memory problems um, and these dock stages that were added in between the Robot Master sections and the Wily stages. Um, kind of this mm-hmm. creamy middle that is uh, plagued with slowdown and is mostly just like remixes of stuff. Like there are four of them when they wanted there to be eight. I'm happy there are only four stages. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's kind of like, eh, is, is that really the best decision you could have made to do that again? I I, I feel like uh, Mega Man 3 is too long. Yep. Also. So like any addition, especially one that does not quite work, is unwelcome to me. But it, it's I could this could have benefited from being two thirds as long as it was. Like Mega Man Two length is the proper length for that game, I think. Yeah, and not just because I came to it early, because I came to this early too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have a nostalgia for this as well. I just really feel like that's the right length. Yeah, well, I mean, it's so. just a it's a shifting goalpost, right? Yes, like you ha- you have yeah. something else that is kind of getting in the way of that satisfaction, and like some of those, <laughs> if if they would have taken some of those designs, like some of those stages are pretty challenging, and just like rethemed them, rethemed them, then work them into the Wily stages to make them a little, a little bit longer. I don't think anything would have been lost. No, no, no. Yeah, it, re- it reminds me a lot of like the because we were talking about at the end of the last one, uh, you run into those uh, those rust kind of, kind of red acid. Mm-hmm. Uh, that hit you and like that's kind of a bummer you know going to that second skull is kind of funny but um boy just like to because everything it's it's like the ash is a very ondal boss you know like yeah. at some point that moving you you lose momentum just add it moving and moving and moving the goal i think yeah, yeah. um you know and that's that's something that i, I think this this kind of suffers from mm-hmm. um yeah and there's a debug mode which you can get to using the second controller uh which i have never used but yeah vaguely new from a trivia perspective yeah, it's it's something if we didn't say it, I feel like we would hear about it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so you do um, like super jumps and freeze enemies and stuff like that. So uh, the plot here, Dr. Light and Wily decide to work together. Uh, Wily says he reformed to create a peacekeeping robot named Gamma. However, the robot master is in charge of uh, the mining worlds, which is kind of a cool idea. That's a, uh, so a straight up Blade Runner thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, steal these crystals that power the Gamma and go rogue. Right. And perhaps somebody's behind it. Ooh. Um, so we uh, we just have to go put down these robots. We're going to go Blade Run them. And so we're going to start out with Magnet Man, not only because this stage is unique and cool um, mm-hmm. and has amazing music, but also because it's very easy. Yeah, my, my, my favorite music in the series. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this uh, the kind of concept behind this level are these uh, this kind of attraction, these magnets. Uh, and immediately there's these kind of magnetic flying enemies that kind of will kind of lift you up and try to drop you into pits. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of messing around with the physics. Yeah, yeah, which that's super new. <laughs> yeah, I like that yeah. quite a bit. Man, I love Gravity Man. I wish he was in a better game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really cool idea. Gravity <laughs> manipulation is a real underrated game kind of thing yeah 
Yeah, but this is a little taste of that. Um, and this is also our first uh, kind of introduction to the Breakman slash Protoman fights. Uh, let's talk about why this falls down and why this pattern is terrible. Because uh, all he does is jump it, one direction shooting until he hits the wall, then turns around and does the same thing. Yep, and occasionally shields himself. <laughs> yeah, and you can you can only really hit him in the back. Uh, he takes a thousand goddamn shots. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think that's enough. The, I think uh, that's enough. And also, yeah. it plays into like, oh, is he? He's not fighting to kill me. He's fighting to test me, and he will blow the oh. hatch in order to yeah. let me through. Yeah, yeah, it's being tested by a by a mysterious figure in a scarf. <laughs> not not going to be for me. I, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> So, um, so, so the 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 later portions of the stage, you're introduced to these uh, G Springer enemies, like big mound guys that shoot homing missiles. Mm-hmm. Again, kind of working on a vertical. If you try to get below them, they're still going to come at you. Um, along with these eyeball walkers, who are some of my favorite designs in the game, they're orbs that uh, yeah. that go downstairs by uh, by slinky motion almost. Yeah, like walking right. eyes, like Doctor Venture, like a helper in the later seasons of Doctor Venture. Oh, yeah. Very 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 cool. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, um, and this also has uh, the temporary platforms, the 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 yeah. yeah the invisible platforms on a pattern. Yeah, which um, is which will be in just about every Mega Man game, of course. Like that, that's a Mega Man thing. Yeah. Um, theming wise, you know, you, so you, you drive, you go through these kind of electric areas. You've run of those, um, the missile shooting guys. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the big guys. Those guys are really cool um, mm-hmm. as well. Um, so you, you know, after making your way down, you kind of make your way back up. Um, there's this, this guy. Who's on a platform and kind of shoots horizontally, um, you know, around you, and you have to, or, or shoots uh, either end, you have to just kind of avoid him, um, and then also does an eight-way shot. Yeah. Uh, so you just have to hit him. There's not too much to it, but there's spikes and stuff. It's just kind of platforming challenges. The stage is very slight, very easy. Yeah. Um, um, and so is the boss. So Magnet Man, something that is great about Mega Man 3 is that all of the bosses have trivia about them. So he likes mm-hmm. massage, but he hates floppy disks. <laughs> yeah, because he can't, he erases them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if he if he hangs around them, yeah. um, relatively easy. Um, he uh, he has a way he can kind of flex and draw you into him, kind mm-hmm. of an opposite of the airman. Yeah, thing yeah. Uh, through magnets, and uh, fires these uh, these magnets that travel along the top of the screen and then shoot downwards. Yeah, take a uh, like a yeah. ninety degree turn. Um, yes, to hit you like that. Um, yep. If you come to him with a spark shot, he's trivial. Yep, because um, he'll um, just kind of lock up and take a lot of damage, and you get his magnet missile, which again takes those quick turns just like that. It's a it's useful a, yeah, it's a homing, yeah, a homing item that uh, it uses a lot of ammo. Yeah, um, is kind of its thing. The um, something we should uh, as kind of a generality is that uh, whereas Mega Man Two is an eight-way rock paper scissors, mm-hmm. uh, this is a smaller three-way one and a, a five-way one. So you have to choose two enemies you more or less have to beat with the Mega Buster. Yep. Um, I don't like that as much. No. Like no. again, that's ki- kind of a preference thing. I, I mean. But it feels less Mega Man-y mm-hmm. to me. Um, so this this is one of the possible choices for your first one. And uh, some of the other choices are really, really fucking hard. Like, I tried to do uh, Snake Man first. Mm-hmm. And Snake Man with the Mega Buster is very difficult. It is, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, this this is is roughly the order I ended up doing as well. Yeah. Um, just because I bounced off of the other orders. <laughs> it's a hard game. It's also, like, super, super boring, right? Like, in a way yeah. that a, a little bit, you know, we, we don't need to relitigate this, but, like, the, the Metal Man uh, approach is a little bit boring. Like, oh, just the Shadow Man weapon will just just breeze anybody, almost. The Shadow Man weapon is a more balanced, like, version of the Metal Blade. Yeah. Because it has, like, no range. So yeah. I think the Shadow Man weapon is actually pretty well balanced. Yeah. 
Um, but I find him hard to beat without his weakness. Mm-hmm. So the actual like getting it is much trickier than beating Metal Man with the Mega Buster, I think. Right. On to Hard Man. <laughs> uh, um, who, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, his, um, his stage is a little bit like Gutsman's stage, like you're in a mountain base. Yeah, mountain construction base kind of thing. Um, yeah, very, very similar to Gutsman. Yeah. Um, so this uh, th- this kind of introduces this thing that I really don't like about Mega Man 3, which is just this proliferation of, um, you know, stretches in the stages that are just like, oh, you're just kind of like walking along at a horizontal di- distance for a long time. And like maybe there are a couple of pits, but mostly it's just flying enemies that you have to deal with. Yeah, it's weird for a game that's this big but less dense. Right. In Mega Man 2, like every every screen in Mega Man 2 has a real kind of thesis, you know, the, like kind of to it. Like, oh, this is the this is the challenge for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's more spaced out in, in Mega Man 3, which it's not like a game I really want to explore. Right. You know, that's not really what I'm doing here. So, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of a bummer. Yeah. So there are wasp enemies that will drop small bees on you. Kind of, again, a, a recapitulation of those birds. They um, dro- drop like little bits of wet, ne- wasp nest. Yeah. Uh, which is really, really gross. Like <laughs> oh, God, they came from it. its body. Like, yeah. it. we're, we're going to we're going to talk about that a lot in Dishonored yeah. 2. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, blood, give me give me blood flies for days. Have you run into the, the people who are charmed by them yet? No, not yet. OK, they, they can like uh, whatever that that virus is that cats gave me. That make oh, me want to take care uh, of cats. Yeah, toxoplasmosis. Yeah, they they have a version of that, <laughs> so they can they can create caretakers, and it's real good. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> um, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Give me blood flies. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So so you kind of move along. Um. You go to this vertical section. You're introduced to Hammer Joes, which are the, this uh, version. Every kind of Mega Man game introduces a Joe, because <laughs> um, there's Sniper Joe, and then the Sniper Joe and the and the Walkers, and now there's Hammer Joes, which throw uh, hammers in the Olympic sense. Yes. Um. Yeah. Like little kind bases. Of, kind of, Yes. Yeah. Um, and um, they're only vulnerable when they open their eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, not too bad. Nice part about these guys. They're often in um, narrow corridors, so you have to learn how to dash underneath them. Yeah. 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 Underneath their projectiles, uh, rather. There's also uh, sections where the ground has little uh, bear traps mm-hmm. that pop up, similar to the uh, that alligator from Bastion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We just kind of yeah. have to move through quickly. Yeah. We're, introdu- we're introduced to the, uh, the, the Monk King enemies, the gorillas. In a different yeah. context, so this time instead of hanging below you, they hang above you and then kind of leap at you. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, and then uh, cute little metals um, on their bulldozers. It's pretty yeah, fun, yeah. although they're very, called very. Pick- pickle men bulls. Very, very adorable. <laughs> um, and then you fight Proto Man again because uh, they get, like because whenever Proto Man's on the screen, kids <laughs> should be asking, "Where's Proto Man?" Um, he's right here because he's always here, every single stage, almost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the hard man boss, again, not very difficult. If you have the mag, if you have the magnet missile, you can kind of get around mm-hmm. this. Um, his whole thing is that he shoots his fists out and they kind of return to him. So it's got that quick man style thing where you have to track the tra- trajectory on both kind of sides. Um, mm-hmm. And he does this head slam attack that will shake the entire screen and freeze both of you entirely. I don't understand what that accomplishes. It's not like a freeze man kind of thing or flash man thing where he's doing damage to you. I think that it is just to like stop your jump trajectory if you're trying to get over something so he can get you when you fall. In a, a very specific, uh, this, you know, I have no, no basis for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, in DuckTales, there's enemies that do the same thing, 
where you get frozen only if you're on the ground to be shaken. Mm-hmm. So you have to jump to avoid it. Yeah. The guy who would have made that change went and worked on DuckTales. Because <laughs> then it would have made sense. Like somebody yeah. would have sat down and been like, oh, like this is just a thing you have to jump. Like if you don't jump, you get frozen and then hard man unfreezes a little bit before you can hurt you. Yeah. There's so you a jump when he does this attack. <laughs> there's no reason um, for you to be frozen in midair. And for him to be frozen for the same amount of time. Right. You know, so it, it's tactically null. Mm-hmm. And that's why uh, they, need, they needed that DuckTales guy to come through and be like, no, this is how you do it. Yeah, Fishman left. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Um, <sighs> but yeah, pretty, pretty easy if you have the magnet missile. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it does illustrate how. So even with the magnet missile, it takes a full a full clip mm-hmm. of magnet missile to, to kill hard man. Yeah. Um, it's not like you're chunking him like you, you deal five you know, things instead of one, you know. Yep. And Rose agrees. He's a, he's got his toy in his mouth. It really mm. sounds like he's dying, but it's just how he <laughs> um, <laughs> I believe that in. <laughs> yeah. um, no, no, it's it's very cute. I mean, um, tell us about Top Man while I throw the toys over. Is yeah, uh, is okay. So, so Top Man is weak to the hard knuckle, uh, which is kind of uh, it's, it's a it's a oh, no. I, like we didn't talk about the we didn't talk we didn't talk about his weapon. Uh, well, and just very... like that's a good sentence. Like, <laughs> yeah. Top Man, it, and also very uh, suggestive and sexy. Oh yeah, and Top like, Man is weak did, to the hard. I did not knuckle. think about Top. I did not think about oh, yeah. Top in that sense. Yeah, man. Uh, well, we gotta get Top Man on the Nintendo Switch. So you can plug <laughs> in the power bottom and like that is one of my favorite things. Like Daniel Rando, yeah. like locked yeah. onto that like right away, and I was like. Yeah. Like, oh, that is totally what that means. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this is like it accelerates and you can kind of direct it. It's a little bit like a Nikita missile almost. A um, little like a very, very mild. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very mild Nikita. Like I don't find that it moves very slowly, too. I don't find this very useful. No, no. It's it's very situationally useful. Like until the end. Where you yeah. have to, you know, uh, have to use it. It's, it's yeah. a kind of a replacement for the for the crash man weapon a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so top man. Um, I don't know what this stage is supposed to be. And that is a problem with yep. <laughs> with a lot of these stages, which is like, oh, it's just kind of like a techno mine a little bit. Kind of. It's made up of like, it's real Garbo, though, because it's yeah. there's all these like foliage. Mm-hmm. It's like there's the wrong texture in the glass, you know, behind you yeah. know, all the techno stuff. Yeah. Like they, they didn't mean to fill that with with plant life. It doesn't match. And it makes it seem like, oh, like they they the like, top man was a contest winner and they already had a stage. So why not? Yeah. And we just throw in some top enemies, which like some of which I like, like you get through that first section and it's, it's no big deal. But the guys who have their stomachs, their bellies are full of tops. Yep. <laughs> I shoot them. I like those guys a lot. They're like this game's version of the, the fat airman guys. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. I'm watching in the background now and there's like Ivy and stuff. Uh-huh. Like this definitely was a plant themed man. At some point. Like yep. the, the spikes are not spikes. They're like, it's like spiky Ivy. Oh, it's like thorns. Yeah. Yeah. It's thorns. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, and those top guys, they were just shooting bugs before, but now it's tops. Yeah, probably. This was probably Insect Man or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you know, Foliage Man or something like that. Makes makes way way more sense, even though I, I like you, am a Top Man defender. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, like, I'm, I'm down with Top Man, but the stage is, is pretty Garbo theming-wise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so instead of hot dogs, you have cat bots uh, that, yes. again, take a perch um, up a you know small little stair step um instead of shooting arcs of flame they shoot bouncing yarn balls at you i like that a lot yeah these way, things are, are cutie. way into it <laughs> and they've got a garfield coloration which i like yeah <laughs> um 
So <laughs> yeah, um, and then there's like a like a Bubble Man moving platforming section here, uh, except yeah. the platforms are shaped like tops because why the fuck not? We have two weeks to finish this. <laughs> Make the <laughs> they, theming they, match. Well, they kind of rotate a little bit too. Like if you stand on the edge of one, you spin around. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is also the first stage where you have to use the slide to get mm-hmm. through some areas, which like again doesn't add a whole lot. There's a little bit of like uh, so. There's a encounter near the end where a top uh, a little top bot is shooting tops down at you and uh you have to slide through but if you do you're gonna get stuck in this tunnel you know while through the for the duration of the slide yeah yeah um, and get hit by this thing so <laughs> it just it like does shunts kind of, you off screen it does it does yeah it, it does kind of present some some situations right you know the slide but uh you go you mostly go through that platforming thing um and it's they're going up and down it's not quite like the airman ones where they go in circles mm. like some are coming up some are going down like a uh, early mario yeah uh, kind of thing yeah yep. Uh, so the boss here, Top Man, um, he throws these tops that hover shortly and then shoot at you. It's very similar to like a like a time delayed Metal Man almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's wearing roller skates. Oh yeah, <laughs> he'll like yeah. he'll spin across the room uh, in, in like a Flame Man kind of way. Uh, playing these back to back, like I did, and then also talking about them back to back, like there are a lot of kind of reused patterns a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very like this is kind of before boss patterns had become like a a robust kind of thing. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Or just before I can think of a lot of examples of very, you know, complicated ones. Yeah. He's he's pretty easy to get close to, uh, which is good mm-hmm. because he's weak to the hard knuckle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's good because he stands still long enough for the hard knuckle to reach him. Since yeah. it's so slow. <laughs> um, yeah. And you get his weapon, the top spin, um, which is not particularly good. No. Nope. Um, it's, it's, it's unique. I kinda, like, I dig it's unique. it. Yeah. I like how you, unique it is. I think the issue with it, again, and this is just like one of those things where it's like a tiny obvious thing is you take damage while using it. Mm-hmm. So it's, you can only use it while jumping and it's a melee attack. Like you have to, you have to actually touch your body to the enemy. Yeah. Um, which, you know, you, you've been trained not to do. <laughs> um, the shitty thing is though, you just, that's just signing yourself up for some mandatory damage kind of no matter what. Yeah. Uh, which I think is unfortunate. So it's a little like a kamikaze attack almost. Yeah. Um, yep, yep. yeah. Like you're only going to use this against very specific challenges and only there because you read or heard somewhere that like, that is the way to kill things in one hit. Yes. Like trying top man's attack again, that kind of discourages experimentation, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, I mean, I'm not going to be down for that. usually. No. Let's talk about Shadow Man. Um, this takes place in some kind of weird blood acid mine. Yeah, like um, an oil processing plant. Maybe. Something like that, or some kind of like chemical processing thing. Yeah. Keeping in mind, like, you know, so like I just I just realized that like so these are the off-world colonies. Right. This is where people are mining that energy. That kind of explains why Shadow Man does not have like a, a explicitly shadow themed level. It yeah. does not explain why Top Man has a plant themed level though. No, no, it so, doesn't. Everything yeah. we complained about still stands. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> like it's it still holds. Like, you know, like yep. regardless, like if you're just using that, oh, these are these are mining colonies, that still makes them less interesting and less tied to their theme. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yep. Like Because they it's, they presumably weren't like they're probably real world locations in the last one too. Mm-hmm. You know, of some kind. Yeah. It's just they they just we you know again you just play along. Like it's not mm-hmm. like you know, the, the verisimilitude is not what I'm looking for. It's just the, the playful goofiness. Oh, yeah. Which is what makes, like, Woodman really, really work. Yeah, and exactly. makes me not really care that Bubble Man, you know, is making fish bots. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this place is all about these little, like, these hopping 
uh, robots and then those eye walkers, which we mentioned before. Yes. Uh, there's, um, a, there's a Breakman fight here, which again, nothing, nothing too enough much. Enough of to these. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like, get one, these out of my game. One was good. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, you fight, uh, like, so there's another dark corridor where you have to like shoot the darkness generators. Yeah. These are going to come back in a big, bad way right now. They're just kind of introducing the concept. Yes. Um, after that, you get to this kind of platforming section with more lava acid or whatever. Yeah. These very cute parachute guys. Yep. Um, I love these things. Yeah. Uh, when they, they deploy, their eyes get all big. Like, Whoa. Whoa. Uh, these, these guys are really fantastic. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk uh, about Shadow Man himself. Uh, so he's themed after a, uh, he's themed after a ninja. Mm-hmm. Uh, his dislike is obvious tricks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he, he throws these shurikens. Uh, that can go go in, in three directions there, and then kind of come back to him, uh, kind of while he while he does the while he does these jumps right uh, towards you. He can also slide on the ground, mm-hmm. uh, so he's he's learned your technology. Yep. Um, but mostly, he just kind of moves towards you. You know, in these kind of weird, like no horizontal, high vertical jumps. Right. Um, yeah, you know, and this is another yeah. It's very quick, Manny. Yes. Um, he dies very, very quickly to the, the top, which makes sense because he jumps up in the air. So you want to jump into him like it's easy to hit him with the top. Yeah. Um, or you can hit him with a, the Mega Buster. Um, kind of interestingly, the uh, the no damage playthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, that person uses uh, Rush Jet during most of the boss fights. Oh, wow. And the AI, which I didn't think that, to do that, but you can still shoot on it. And the AI for most of the bosses doesn't really know how to react to you being like up in the air. Oh, wow. And will will act a little bit differently, huh. a little bit more predictably. So. That's really cool. Oh, I, I just the cool that, strat. I never thought to use. Yeah, they're like you know? the, it never would have it never would have occurred to me, even though there's nothing in the rulebook that says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can definitely you can do it. Yeah. Um, um, so move, uh, you get the shadow blade, as we mentioned, is like the nerfed metal blade, right? Uh, Sparkman stage, uh, like this makes sense. It's like an electronics factory. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. um, so this is kind of filled with these environmental hazards. There are these, you know, back and forth moving electric fence gates. Yes, I like those things. Yeah. Um, the, the, you know, the, and you have to kind of jump through with a, you know, timing puzzles. Mm-hmm. Like, and and those are compounded by these spark bots that are kind of flying around and sending eight direction jolts at you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's not a lot else to it. Not really. Um, no. There's these sections. There's a section of spiked ceilings with these platforms. If you land on them, they go towards the ceiling. Yeah, which is a real well. fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah, I like little, it. Like, but it's gonna get you if you forget, which I did. A little like apples don't fall up. I want to be the guy kind of thing. <laughs> you know, you're expecting expecting them to, to come down, but yeah, the other platforms that, like, are cherries. Yeah, there's just not there's not just it. Like, there's definitely a thing where these levels have less of a, a theme to them, like less of a like a gimmick. Yeah, I would say it's just more empty um, space almost. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. Feels like, um, and Sparkman himself is one of my least favorite robot designs. That's real bad. Like anytime a robot doesn't have hands, I'm not into it. Mm-hmm. Like what? What a nightmare this guy lives. <laughs> um, well, like, he has just, his little friends to feed him. That's why he builds them. I guess. I guess that's true. Yeah, they're my friends. I made them. <laughs> uh, that's 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 actually passed into the no longer in show notes. I looked back. At, I looked back into it. And, like that's been on the in the show notes. Like the the same YouTube. Oh yeah. That I found of that introduction scene has been in the show notes like five times. But it's so since good. the inception of the show. I it's love that actor so much. Yeah. No, it's very fantastic. But you do, like 
I'm also it's, not it's, calling it's not, for you to put them in, yeah, but like that's it's it's not going away. Like it, it, it's still I can't take I'm not taking the clip off YouTube. It, it's it's just I'm not putting yeah. it in the show notes anymore. I, I think you're made. If you don't know what we're referring to, Jeff Sebastian from Blade Runner. Yeah. Uh, for one sake, for God's sakes, go watch fucking Blade Runner. Yeah. For one, like but, but, go but, watch but, it in little tiny clips on YouTube. Like, but <laughs> but before that, surely awful sequel comes out. Oh yeah, that's I'm I'm very uh, skeptical, he- hesitant. Yeah. Um, because I would, I would be, it would be crazy not to be. Like, what, what an unneeded sequel. Who's, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah. So anyway, Sparkman, uh, he's got like two capacitors on his instead of hands. He's like weird, narrow, and thin, kind of gross mm-hmm. looking. Yeah. And uh, he does, he touches them together and shoots sparks in eight directions at you. Yeah. And sometimes which, uh, large sparks sense, yeah, and he sends a large spark to you. Yeah, which is like the further away you are, the more you're, the more space you're going to have to dodge them. Like that's just yeah. that's just it. So you have to just use you know you know basically find the middle ground between the effective distance for dodging and the effective distance of the shadow blade. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Needleman, uh, guess what? Another factory. So it's, it should be noted that Sparkman is weak to Needleman. So okay. like this is a, a again that kind of it's not a group of you know where everything is weak against something you've already done. Mm, yeah. I think that Sparkman marks the end of the five. You know where he it, he is in a weird space in the uh, the two different rings of weaknesses. Yeah, yeah. So bizarre. Um, his yeah. weapon, um, it's 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 like a per enemy freeze beam almost. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So it doesn't do damage; it just locks them into their AI. Yeah, not not particularly useful. Right. Um, just because you can't kill them while you do it, I don't think that would have made it overpowered or anything. <laughs> um, head on over to, to Needle Boy's town. Uh-huh. Which, uh huh. Which it makes sense that he would have pet porcupines. Yes. Yeah. He's 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 a real cutie. Um, <laughs> but again, it's it's you know the off-world factories. Right. So it's it's a factory. There's more outdoor areas, but it is a factory. Right. Kind of area. Yeah. He's got turrets. Uh, again, kind of like those arc shooters from Mega Man Two. Uh, lob these large orbs at different trajectories to try and hit you mm-hmm. as you're above and below them. Um, no. This is a stage that introduces a lot more slide puzzles. Like it feels like it is a stage that was designed around like forcing you into these infinitely long slides through these tunnels uh, that would like deposit you if you slid at the wrong time into uh, damage traps from these needles yes. that came from the top. And it, it, to me, it's not intuitive that when you're sliding under a thing, you can change directions either. Right, right. Like you can, and it, it feels really cool and it looks cool, but it's not intuitive to me that you can do it. Right. And there's also the problem of um, you can change directions, but oftentimes the the, the the threat will be just off screen. So you yeah. will try and time your way around and then it will scroll back and then kind of like do like an edge spawn thing. It just doesn't feel fully baked the way that they did it. Yeah. Specifically, these the, the hazards we're talking about are needles that come from the, the ceiling, like right, telescoping right. needles. Yeah. Um, yeah, you make, you know, make your way past there. Um, that's kind of the, the gimmick here. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, you know, there's some, some hammer, hammer Joes, uh, that you have and, uh, you eventually get up to the boss needle man. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is uh, a more explicitly metal man style thing. Like he jumps up and then shoots needle needles down at you at a diagonal, um, mm-hmm. as he falls. Um, and he has yes. a melee attack, which is, which is kind of neat. Like he, he, uh, aims his head at you and then just kind of fires it on a spring. Yes. Um, not particularly tough, especially if you have the spark shot. Right. Which he, which he is weak to. Um, he's got this, I think this guy's got another weakness too. Um, oh. I think he is also weak to Gemini man. Mm, okay. Um, which is a cool weapon that I didn't get until like 
the end of the game, so I didn't use it very much. But oh, it's so useful. It's a pretty cool weapon, yeah. yeah. It's useful. Um, the thing you get is uh, the needle cannon, which is just kind of a better Mega Buster, like this rapid fire shoots needles. Yeah. That it's kind a, of thing. It's a little bit like it's uh, trying to replace that aspect of the of the metal of the metal yeah. blade, which is like, okay, yeah. here's an item. Here's a special item that you can use with abandon that is slightly better, but still is limited. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you also get the rush jet. Which, point, which tri- is trivializes a great deal of the platforming in the game. Yeah, allows you to and and some some parts later, like I'm way into it because it's like yeah, I don't want to yeah. do this. No. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it's being able to use it kind of with abandon is, mm-hmm. is a little bit weird. Yeah, and also like it, it, unlike the jet platform from two, you can control it. Like it turns yeah. you into a, into a side scrolling shooter kind of kind of yes. a hero. Yeah. Um, on to Snake Man. <laughs> I love Snake Man so much. Snake Man's a real goof. Yeah, like he's he looks like a, he looks like a Cobra villain from GI Joe, like a lot. Yep, like he's like wearing a King Cobra's head for a head. <laughs> he looks like he, uh, he <laughs> he's just a he he was a robot. And he was trying to find his purpose, but then he like he saw a snake and was like, oh, I identify, I, I identify with that, mm-hmm. and so I'm going to make myself as much like a snake as possible. He's, he's like the, the robot version of Jocelyn Wildenstein. <laughs> is this the the uh, uh, the off-world colony where they're mining snakes? Yep, that's where they find all the snakes. This is the Snakey M12 or whatever. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, very very weird. Yeah, the, the, this level is crazy because it is mostly made up of platforms that are made of snake bodies uh, that are punctuated by uh, turrets that are made of snake heads. It looks to me like a Battletoads level. It does exactly. Like that, 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 that is like a very that, astute comparison. Yeah, like the way that they curve and stuff reminds me specifically of like Battletoad levels. Yeah. Um, pretty weird, especially – and then when the platforms don't end in snake heads and it just ends in like snake neck. <laughs> that's real strange too. I, I don't know. It's a very weird level. Yeah, <laughs> I do not yeah. know where this fits into the world. Yep. Yeah, man, three. <laughs> I have no idea what purpose this serves. Um, but I'm down. Like don't don't like, mistake me. I'm down. No, no. It, <laughs> it's, it's pretty neat. I guess like – and if, if it has a – uh, kind of a theme to it it might be turrets yep. because there are more kind of turrets per capita yeah in uh in this level there's also the uh, pole vaulting uh goofy robots <laughs> i love those guys so much those things, I, like, I like those those, those goofy yeah, you, you can shoot their vaults out from under them or the yeah. poles i forget which yeah. part of this but which part is the pole which part is the vault the vault is the jump oh yeah um but they uh but they yeah but then they will just run at you yeah. yeah, and then their goal is to to hit you with it, and also their pull will still hurt you, so mm-hmm. they kind of throw it at you. Yeah, yeah. Um, really weirdly enough, like after you get past that and head up, you are in like an air stage. <laughs> yep, you've the second you half of this the is like stacks. Yeah, and it's it's all about air and cloud based enemies. Mm-hmm. So I don't, you know, again, I don't know if that's the result of them kind of shoehorning in a fan creation into a pre made level or what. I mean, is this the place um, that supplies the room of a thousand snakes? Well, the air part isn't. The snake part is. <laughs> like the, like the, but, the, but like this is this is above the factory where they either find, like make, or find the snakes for the yeah. room of a thousand snakes. It's just even just the enemies being themed around wind and stuff. Yeah, it's just in yeah. clouds and stuff. It looks like it, like oh, this was Cloud Man at some point, you know, and then just didn't yeah. uh, happen. They're very weirdly, there's like bullet bills that hide in clouds. Yeah, and that's clouds, bizarre. It's like a weird out. little. Like, uh, it's like a weird little uh, Easter egg almost. Yeah, it's a cameo. And they're, they're straight out bullet bullet bills. Mm-hmm. Um, you eventually go back into Snake Land, like the the world starts becoming snakes again, and you uh, you fight Snake Man, the actual boss. Yes, uh, uh, who is another like pick for first boss. 
Yeah. Um, I think this guy is really hard though to fight without a weakness. Mm-hmm. Um, his, pl- his, it's mostly his stage. It has this kind of raised platform in the middle, mm-hmm. and it's a little flash uh, his whole his whole thing is uh, that his projectiles don't do very much damage to you. Uh, if he touches you, he does tons of damage to you. Mm-hmm. So making it as he walks back and forth, just kind of mindlessly in the stage, figuring out your kind of path for avoiding him yeah. is the trick. Yep. And also not uh, being caught by the projectiles that he spams that will still yes. lock you into him walking into you. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's it's pretty hard. <laughs> um, eventually you beat him and you get the uh, search snake, which is a uh, little tiny snakes that you shoot out that uh, go along the ground and will climb up walls. Right. And stuff. Yep. Um, oh. He he likes Toad Man, but he dislikes slugs. That makes sense. Yeah, that's like, that seems snake like. <laughs> Who is Toad um, Man? Uh, he comes later. Okay. He's in he's in uh, four, I think. Okay. Um, <laughs> I no. forgot about Toad Man. Yeah, y'all forgot about Toad Man. <laughs> Thank you. I was about Jeez. to do that. <laughs> if you didn't, um, <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, search snakes like bu- uh, bubble bubble lead bubble lead. Uh, yeah. It is so hard for me not to say that as lead. Um, yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I think it is lead. Yep. Uh, but it, but it, it is. It's hard for me as well. Um, yep. It's very similar. It's it's faster, and you can only the kind of gimmick is you can have three snakes on the screen, mm-hmm. and until they actually disappear, they will. You can't fire again. Right. The final stage that we're going to talk about, uh, the main ones, is my favorite uh, in here by like a lot. Oh yeah, um, by, by a I think Gemini stage is really really cool. Um, it has like a strong gimmick. It has a really cool aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like like this is very obviously in outer space. Like you're on a yes. crystal planet um, and that has an organic juicy center. Yes, full of uh, row that release uh, <laughs> tiny little sp- sperms. Like when you shoot them. Yep. <laughs> Which like how did that get past Nintendo? Like they're very obviously you know sperms. Yeah, like yeah, they're like like space. You know the the space seed. Mm-hmm. Um. Pretty cool, though. Like, it's a cool, like, idea. Like, you have to tunnel through here, but the more you tunnel through it, you can very easily create a situation right. that will overwhelm you. Yeah. Uh, um, it's weird. I've never come to Gemini Man first, so I don't know if the Breakman fight always skips. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't, I don't, don't know either. Yeah. Uh, like, he just, yeah. like, here, he always shows up and, like, or for, for me, he's always showed up and just, like, broken the bulkhead and let yeah. me through. Um, Maybe you just have to do a certain number of... Man fights. Oh, and he'll and always like to skip the last one. You're the, next the last year. One. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, down inside, you fight these uh, kind of penguin bots that crank and shoot out penguins, like a like a penguin yes. Gatling gun. Um, into it. Very fun. Way into it. Uh, there's a water section, which is one of the only places outside of the Wily stages where you use the Rush Marine. Well, the uh, you can. You can also jump across it. Right. Like but there it are is, platforms above it. It is like a, um, like, a, like a seven screen long platforming section. It is like I think I find this easier than fighting in the Rush Marine with it. Oh wow! Uh, at least for me, just because the the platforms don't disappear or anything, you're just kind of jumping from platform to platform. Yeah, and the, and, the, the, uh, those fishes are real sons of bitches, though. Yeah, that's that. I mean, that's yeah. So I love the sure. fishes because they're sons of bitches. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, and that's really it. Then there's the boss. It's a short stage, but again, it's very very strong aesthetic. Right. Um, and then Gemini Man is actually like I think has a gimmick that I think is really really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that he splits into two. They don't do like that much. They just kind of they jump across the screen, walk over, shoot you. Mm-hmm. But he can split into a second Gemini Man. Yep. Um, he has a second phase too. When you get him down to fifty percent health, he will start shooting his laser that bounces around. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and he's search, he's weak to the search snake, but the trap there is that since he moves around so much, you can very easily get in the thing where all three of your search snakes are deployed and, and you cannot anything. shoot. Yeah. And you can't switch weapons when that happens either. You're just kind of mm-hmm. fucked. So pretty cool boss fight, actually. Um, and his weapon is really neat. It's a very slow moving, powerful laser that ricochets off yep. things. Mm-hmm. Yep, I like it a lot. Let's, uh, let's cruise through this shitty middle part. Yeah, let's do this because I don't care for it too much. Um, yeah. The, 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 this is the part where the slowdown really got to me in a way that actually I don't really care about slowdown too much, but this got in the way of like performance. In this game, it did in general. Yeah. Like, and it's amazing that like it's not really a thing in, in Mega Man 2. Mm-hmm. Like, there are a couple spots, but it's all over this game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and these are also just like barely remixed versions of stages we've been to. Right. Um, and also barely remixed versions, well, not remixed, presented entirely as they were uh, Mega Man 2 bosses, which is neat. Like, I like that. But mm. it's a it's a cool idea. But it, given that so with this game, the boss kind of structure of this is about that rock, paper, scissors thing, mm-hmm. like just kind of arbitrarily throwing in, you know, <laughs> something that's it, it outside compl- of that structure. Yeah. Yes. Like it complicates the like. Uh, is something that is Gemini better than something that is quick? <laughs> you know, it complicates that like unintuitiveness of the the rock paper scissors yeah. relationship. Yeah. So, so the actual stages, there's not that much. No, like, there, there's, like, there's stuff. It's like a Wily stage in that they can assume that you have certain certain things. So like, oh, you get to this ladder where you have to use the Gemini laser to kill a ladybug enemy. Yeah. Um, that'll get you there. But then there are just like little things like, oh, spinning platforms that will like throw you off of them if you stay on them for too long. Yeah. Well, and they use the, the same backgrounds and stuff. So yes. it's the same set of aesthetics. Same tile set. Yeah. Same tile set is, yeah, that's the way to put it. Yeah. Um, and that's just, it's just kind of a bummer. Like, you know, same enemies, same kind of things. So you're not getting introduced to these kind of like really imaginative new deals. No. You know, that, no. that is, is part of the appeal of these games, I yeah. think. Yeah. So um, like, they become slightly more intricate versions of the things we've seen. Usually. Right. Which is like, I like a challenge remix. That's yeah. fine. But, but here is a mandatory thing like that is keeping me from the Wily stages. Uh, not, yeah. not that into it. Uh, you fight, you fight metal man who uh, like, this is logical is weak to magnet man. Okay. That makes fine. Perfect. Cool. Um, yep. And then you get to like a spike fall that is like Wily three. And then eventually, like, these trash blocks that become a little bit puzzly if you don't, like, kill them quickly, quickly enough. You don't have enough room yeah. to, like, platform around them. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the uh, um, And then eventually you get to uh, the quick quick man at the mm. end of that. After that, you do... Um, yeah. You know, Gemini yeah, is better than quick. Like, like two, of yeah, something, sure. two of something will eventually corner something that is fast. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, and since your laser is pretty slow, it's actually kind of hard to hit him with that, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, these are also like just kind of even visually, uh, these versions are they're like downloading the OS of the old robots. So there's just generic robots. Right. It's a generic robot set. that like yeah. brings down the like one standstill sprite of the old boss. And then it's yeah. like, a, like a shitty looking robot that is mostly empty space. Yeah. That, that gets the uh, it looks a little bit like Guts Man. Yeah, um, it's like guts, guts face, but uh, it gets the thing. So it's not even visually as interesting, right? You know, as as it could be, uh, which is a bummer. Um, moving over to Docbot Needleman stages, um, which <laughs> has the same kind of sliding puzzles, but just slightly more intricate, right? A um, little bit more stakes. Um, yeah, Airman. I guess you have to jam up his blades um, with uh, with spark shot with anything. Yeah, you know, uh, with, like with, with, a, with a broomstick. Yeah, 
Yeah, with a, with, yeah, with a with a wrench with a pencil. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, this has the extended rush jet section that requires yes. you to make a little pit stop in the middle that turns it into a little bit of a bullet hell kind of game. Not bullet hell, but just like side-scrolling shooter where your yes. movement is a limited resource. Um, yeah, which is kind of it. interesting. I don't I don't love it, but it's, a, again, anytime you're getting progress with one of those things, it's not my favorite. Um, it's kind of cool because at least it has variety, which like these stages kind of lack, I think, Yeah. Uh, in general. Right. So... Yeah. Yep. Uh, there's um, the uh, the leap of faith from Wiley from Wiley one, but you have the rush jet. So hey, I got it. Yeah, I like that. That that that, that is a good use of this. Like really like yep. reusing that um, kind of thing. And there's also the gigantic metal uh, mini boss. Yeah, those little helmet buddies. Yeah, that's really cute. Um, after that, uh, we run into some some metals that can fly, uh, but then fight Crash Man. Yeah. Um, who goes down to the hard fist, um, which is very hard to hit him with again. Yep, because uh, he's a he very mobile boss. <laughs> And and the, the hard fist moves really slow as to be like almost, you know, it's like a very slow moving missile. Right. Um, uh, Doc Gemini Man um, has a no- really, really long side scrolling section. Like they don't add too much to this in there's general. There's nothing to it. Like, like they just yeah. make the egg shoot stuff a little bit more, a little bit more complicated before you get to Flash Man, which is like Needle Man. Okay, whatever. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then another water section. Yeah. If you want to do that. Um. Which okay. leads to Bubble Man. It makes sense that the Shadow Blade, being another version of, me- of the Metal Blade, would take him out. But like, I don't know how much thought is going into that, and how much I'm just backmasking onto it. Yeah, who I, who knows? Yeah, you know, because a needle would pop a bubble. Bubble, <laughs> like that, that. That's what makes sense to me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that, that's not the the correct one. No. Um. So moving on to the Shadow Man one, um, which is much spikier. Like this is like a, you know, kind of, you know, very very rough, very very instant death kind of uh, level yeah the way here a little bit uh woodman uh goes down to the needles makes pretty much no should sense. have been the opposite yep. yep um yeah because there's no flame equivalent here um yep. you have the temporary platforms that are in the darkness so you have to manage those as well um and there's nothing really between boss one and boss two uh, which is heat man. Like it is just some enemies. Like they ran out of ideas and they like yeah. scribbled, they scribbled these designs down on the paper as the teacher was collecting the homework. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so you fight, you know, again, fight heat man, use the Gemini laser. Great. <laughs> again, there's a, there's a, there's a break man kind of mid boss point mm-hmm. here. It's like, get fucked. Like I never, <laughs> I, I never literally never want to see proto man again. Yeah. I don't want to fight you at all. Yeah. Um, like it, you know, and it's, it's like there's never been like a thing where like because, you know, I don't want to fight you. That's like the cliche, <laughs> but it's never just because like it's so boring to fight you. I'm sick <laughs> yeah, of it. Like you're wasting my time. Yeah. Quit <laughs> wasting my goddamn time. Right, man. Um, yeah. Uh, there's a cut scene with uh, with Dr. Light saying like, hey, Dr. Wiley turns out, uh, you know, he is a yeah. scorpion. You know, you should have known yeah. before you took him on your back. Mr. Frog, uh, yeah. Mr. Mr. Frogman. Um, and uh, he has absconded. And is, you know, in his fortress putting Gamma back together. Uh, Dr. Light looks ridiculous as an 8-bit sprite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, <laughs> I like how you go back to Dr. Wiley's uh, zone and he's remodeled his skull fortress. Yep. <laughs> so it's like bigger and better now. <laughs> he's kind of like, yeah. Look what I've been doing. <laughs> well, no, that's like the renovation. That's uh, He's oh, flipped yeah. it. He's getting ready to flip it. Oh, thing. he's one of the, like, the flipper brothers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They went to the wrong church. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
Uh, so Wiley Stage 1, again, uh, this Castlevania-style approach outdoors and into the sewers. Um, and you've got these uh, dis- disappearing platforms over spikes, but there's not too much to this aside from learning how to use Rush. Um, I like the Wily stages as like, okay, it is testing how well you know your robot dog buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I actually like the bosses of, of these quite a bit as well. Oh, they're really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the first one, this uh, Kamigoro Maker. Yes. Like uh, a, like a, like a turtle factory almost. Yes. But it's, but it's a little bit like the, uh, the Pico Pico Coon uh, room fight from before. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, except it's got this kind of like UFO claw machine kind of thing yeah, that hangs above you that actually drops the uh, the turtles uh, while you're dealing with these these wind tunnels that will not hurt you but move you and try to put you into hazards. Right. So and you just have to kill enough turtles. You never actually attack the uh, the thing up in the sky. We call it death from above. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, um, Wily Two is another tower climb. Mm-hmm. Um, where uh, like uh, all of the platforms for a good stretch are just those jaw floors. Um, yeah. So they're, you know, platforms that will throw you off of them and do damage if you stick on them for too long. Yeah. And they, they move really quick. Like they're yeah. a very unforgiving, disappearing platform. So yeah. don't think of them as donut blocks or anything <laughs> like that. Right. Um, and this is a reprise of the rush jet sections. Um, again, yes. kind of going over these spikes. Yeah. So again, learning about your dog in these, these stages. <laughs> pretty much. Um, eventually you get to another kind of series, like infamous thing, the yellow devil. Yeah. Is the boss of this. Yeah, it's like a cheese golem. Yes, Yellow Devil Mark II, which is weirdly, you know, because it, it was the hardest boss in Mega Man 1, or is yep. like widely considered to be. Yeah, it's, it's, it's um, the one that like everybody encourages you to cheese through using the, yes. the the pause glitch. Yeah, which does not work in this game. Nope. Um, yeah. Uh, so this is, he's an interesting boss. Like you, you start, it's a black field. Um, he starts assembling himself brick by brick. Uh, and then um, once he's fully formed, he shoots at you. Uh, and it's really about dodging the bricks on the way as he yeah. switches sides um, is the tough part. Right. Uh, it's noteworthy. Like one of the cool things that happens in this is on your way to this fight. Um, there's like two E tanks and a thousand like pickups. Yep. Like they really load you up. Like they're yeah. just like expect something infamous and shitty. What is it? They're uh, not shitty, but like tough. What does TV trips call it? Uh, suspicious video game generosity. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, <laughs> So I actually end up like really liking this. It took me a bunch of tries. Like his pattern is predictable. You just have to pet, like yeah. learn how to map it from left to right and from right to left. Yes. Um, you know, but it, once I like figuring it out was very satisfying. Yeah. Like I liked this guy quite a bit. Yeah. I'm way into it. Like the only thing that's frustrating is just the limited amount of time that you have available to damage him. Yes. Like it, it takes a little bit longer than I would want to, but like I enjoy that sense of mastery again. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Wily 3 uh, introduces kind of some new music, which I really like, so I'll cut in. Um, it's just very dramatic, uh, kind of fast, and has this nice little ascent to it that is very pleasing. Um, this is a very basic stage, actually, until you get to mm-hmm. these um, you know, moving platform jumps that are up through spikes, so they come very rapidly from right to left and from uh, left to right. It's almost like, almost like a frogger stage, mm. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, where you're trying to make your way up because they will, yeah, you know, or, just like ice climbers. Yeah, they'll dash you against spikes if you're not yeah. if you're not careful. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's really the gimmick here. Yeah. Um, once you have to get to you get to the end, you fight a bunch of holographic clones um, of yourself. Yeah, the many so, men. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the mega man mans. Um, <laughs> they kind of come in. Uh, they're real cute, um, and you just have to find the right one. Um, your weapon will just go through the wrong ones. Yeah, and they'll they'll like mix up. They'll teleport. 
Yes. Uh, and they're incredibly weak to Snake Man. Yep. <laughs> so Snake Man will more or less one or two shot them. Yep. Um, um, Wily 4 is just a, like, we're, we're getting down to the part where, like, the stage is just a couple of screens. Like, it's a yeah. couple of trash throwers that just take you to the boss rush. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, and the boss rush is a boss rush. Yep. So if you know the weaknesses, you're good. Um, you just kind of cruise through it. So that's really all there is to that. There's not much else to say. We've talked about those bosses. Yeah. Um, Wily 5, another very small stage. Mm-hmm. Um, with a little area where you can kind of uh, farm and charge up, or get you know get some pickups in the beginning, before before you actually get to the the section where you're actually going to fight the first of the series of like actual bosses. Yes. Uh, so Wily's kind of digger machine. It's like a like a big walking tank almost. Yes. With uh, spikes on either side, so you have to kind of maneuver under it as it shoots and stuff. I actually kind of like this boss fight. It's pretty good. Uh, quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rush Jet kind of makes it a little bit uh, trivial after you take mm-hmm. out its bottom orb. You can get up and uh, get right on level with uh, shooting at the cockpit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's just uh, like there, there, there's something about the way that I play these games that it is not obvious to me to use those mobility items in like in <laughs> like in a yeah. boss fight. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Wiley dies and he does the same thing that he did in the last one where he kind of begs you for forgiveness and kind of cries. <laughs> but then his head is on a spring and he's a bot. And oh, second skull. Again, <laughs> I love it. Is, is very funny. Yep. <laughs> so you're um, fighting a Wiley bot this whole time, at least yep. in this game. Um, and so you go. And again, this is just another recharge area. Uh, the the difference being that you have to use the uh, the rush jet to get up to some of the better, juicier things. Mm-hmm. Um, but the boss here and the final boss of the game is Gamma, you know, this the, the this robot that Dr. Wily and Dr. Light were trying to build to be kind of this peacekeeper. Uh, it's never revealed how big he is. So when he shows up as this screen filling uh, gigantic yeah. background boss, it's kind of like, what the fuck were you guys doing? He's kind of a shitty sprite. Yeah. So like it, it, it looks fake. Like he's uh, he looks like he's going to be a big guts man thing at first. Uh and it's pretty much what he is, but his eyes have that off model sense, kind of like those fish. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he's just permanently like have this big dopey grin on his face. Well, he's got like a tiny face, and then he yeah. doesn't have like a real face until Doctor Wiley like sets his flying saucer into the top of his head to control. Yeah, it. yeah. He's at first you're like you're fighting the little brain cortex thing, and then the, then the the helmet comes on. But he just looks stupid. Like he's just got a big goofy grin. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not I'm not down with Gamma. Yep. This was not worth building, guys. <laughs> um, you know, with, with kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, afterwards, uh, the place starts collapsing. Yeah, you have you to know, you have to kill him with a like a single top man. Um, yeah, you can use Snake Man as well. Okay, um, which will work. Um, but Top Man is the uh, will kill him in one hit mm-hmm. if you uh, if you get above him and jump, which is I think you know pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then the, these rocks start falling. Um, they crush Wily and they crush you, but then like a, a mysterious creature comes in like, like it doesn't look like Breakman mm-hmm. uh, when he comes in here, but it is Breakman and he yeah. saves you. And then Wily says, uh, in the longest like string of text that's ever been in the game, it's like six lines <laughs> or Dr. Tells Light. You proto- yeah. or Dr. Light. Yeah. Tells you that he is uh, your brother. Yep. Oh no. What's happening? Like this. Uh, yep. Yeah. Family you didn't know about. Like you could have told me dad that seems pretty like unnecessarily cruel for light man to <laughs> uh to to kind of waste that, that away from you <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh 
Um, the credits is pretty cool where it shows all of the uh, robot masters that have been and what their kind of purpose was. Yeah. Like, and that's one of the, what's one of my favorite thing about these guys is they serve a purpose. Yeah. I mean, at least, and again, that that's something that kind of spirals out of control as the series oh, goes on. Yeah. Cause again, this is a job only a centaur can do, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, like, and okay. Um, no, no man could poop like a horse does. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It needs to have human, human stomach needs to have a horse's digestive system. Great. <laughs> um, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then you look up in the clouds and there's, there's proto man looking down on you. Yep. <laughs> And then, for some reason, a Pokeball lands on the tree, and I have no fucking idea why. Uh, yeah, I've, I've got I've got nothing. Yeah. Uh, so, and whenever Proto Man's on the screen, kids should be asking, where's Proto Man? Yeah. Um, um, then, also, like, like Dr. Riley's straight up dead. Like, he is a smear of red underneath this, you know, yeah, this box as of right now. Which makes it ridiculous how he's going to come back, literally. The next game. You know, every, yeah, well, the next every game. Yep. You know, more or less. Like, eventually, we do have a different villain, but... You know, no one has ever been fooled by Dr. Cossack. Like, yeah, no. And that name seems like it should be offensive. I don't know if it actually is, but like, yeah, it seems borderline to me. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's Mega Man 3, which like, I think we probably sounded pretty down on. Um, it's playing these back to back does not help it. No, it like, really doesn't. Yeah. In a vacuum, it is much better. It is still a good game. Yeah, yeah. It is just not a great game, I don't think. No, like, and so, like, a, a lot of the great ideas, it feels like, you know, <laughs> a lot of the stuff that is amazing about 3 was introduced in 2. Yeah. You know, and, you know, it doesn't feel like a significant amount of refinement was put into the stuff that was really emphasized in 3. You have levels that are more empty space. You have, you know, platforming that isn't as tricky. You just have, like, it's just less density. And even though the bosses kind of step up and become a little bit more, a little bit more uh, complex um, and, and, and really good, um, the, the the stages kind of you know drop down in sophistication to kind of like offset that. I feel like I feel like two hits the right balance to actually be a more memorable experience for me. And it's it's very very hard for me to separate my nostalgia because I was a two kid and not a three kid. So feel free to dismiss my opinion because of that. Mm-hmm. But it felt kind of good to have my opinion kind of validated on coming back to it with a fresh eye playing it for you know with an eye toward talking about the talking about it on the show right it's kind of like oh yes my gut feeling is correct there are things about three that just don't stack up the two in the way that i would like them to keeping in mind that three is a is is a fine game on its own and if two never existed three would be amazing yes. in its own right three uh the thing about uh we're talking about that density it's not just like the the st- stretches of level that don't have enough stuff in them. Mm-hmm. It's the density of ideas. Yeah. So like I feel like every uh, every stage in Mega Man Two um, has a the stage relates to in theming uh, the boss, mm-hmm. and it uh, relates to uh, 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 like there's a strong concept right to it. You know, um, not the case in three. No. Like. Some of them will have a short, like kind of stretch that is, uh, you know, has the, uh, a concept to it, but it's rarer, and it's like they made up for it by for having more stages. But a lot of those stages use the same content, so it it's not really additive. Right. Um, kind of a bummer. Like it, it's not like I had a bad time playing it. Like no, it's no, a good time. But and then I, you know, something like the 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 five three kind of boss wheel setup I don't like, and it is like significantly harder 
partly because of those middle sections and just kind of like the grueling part of it. Yeah. So I got bummed out about how hard it was at several different places. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's, that's Mega Man two and three, mm-hmm. um, like a masterpiece and then also a good game <laughs> uh, in a series. Like at least the NES ones never dipped below good. Right. You right. know, like there, but it was uh, for the longest time. I felt like, Oh, you know, there are people who like three more, there are people like two more, which is true. Uh, mm-hmm. But revisiting them, I'm like, no, two is clearly superior, and the the special one in the series. It's like two and X are the two greatest. Yeah, yeah. You know, Mega Man games. Yeah, they're master classes. But yeah. like, you know, it's it, it's that usual kind of metric of quality that that we apply, which is after I play one of these games in the series um, for the show, do I want to go and do more? And like, yeah. I kind of just want to download ROMs of like of the X series because I yeah. feel like I have enough of the of the main series. But like, you know, it's been a while since I played X three, and I remember enjoying that an awful lot. Yeah, yeah, you it's know? never a bad time. Like, it, it, it's a real gaming comfort food kind of thing, and it's real yeah. dependable. Mm-hmm. You know, the batting average is just really, really good. Yeah. Um, for for the 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 Mega Man games and the X games, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Gaiden ones for me are are hitter more hit and miss. Yeah. You know, like I'm not as big a legends guy as you are. I've never right, played right. like the battle network or the, uh, you know, they have their defenders. Yeah. Like battle uh, network is real, uh, kind of just uh, staple food for a certain kind of person who really grew up playing a lot of portable stuff in the game boy yeah. advance era. Like that, like I, I, I feel, I don't feel qualified to comment on them because I just did not grow up with them as that, you know, big, it wasn't yeah. a big part for me. You know, it feels like they probably lean into the, like the story side of, of mega man. Oh, again, which is something- yeah. Yeah, which is like I just I'm not interested yeah. um, in, in that stuff. But, the, you know, the, it's I'm really glad we did these. I'm really glad to revisit them. Yeah. Next up, since we're doing games that we're, we're doing the games I played on Nintendo in order, uh, Operation <laughs> Wolf. Um, <laughs> yeah. It'll be, it'll only be a 15 minute sports. episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah no. um, so, yeah, I, I really, really do love it. And uh, again, the harshness is really just in comparison. Like this is. Oh, yeah. We usually don't in split episodes. We usually do things that are more different. Oh, they're contra, you know, so, right? Yeah, like when we do con, we did contra and little Nemo, you know, right. which are very different like game platformers. These are so similar that you can't help but feel like like you notice when one is a little bit worse than the other one. Right. It's harder to say like, oh, this is the same but just different. Well, they're you trying know, this to is, this, <laughs> they're trying to do similar things, except one had the benefit of time and learning from the first one. It didn't have the benefit of time, though. Well, it was suppose, made like yeah. 20 hour days. You know, it was it's the restraints were arguably like, I mean, they're both really restrained games, but the mm-hmm. Mega Man 2 is like the, the, the benefit of having made made two before three, I suppose, yes. is what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's a uh, it's rare for us to do a comparison contrast. I mean, I guess with the rhythm games, we did this. Right. Right. But they were they were very different. This mm-hmm. it's very, uh, you know, going for the same thing. And it's very easy to see one of them be more successful than the other, I think. Yeah. Um, what do we do next time, Cole? Well, Gary, uh, next time we're doing something kind of different for the show. Uh, we're playing Dishonored 2, which is an incredibly new game, but uh, let's call it part of the Watch Out for Lens Flare initiative. Like, mm-hmm. like we did a couple years back, we covered uh, Dishonored 1. It is a game that both of us really enjoy, um, and it is a game that holds up to our treatment, and you know, we just kind of want to try it out, you know? Yeah. Um, I have, I'm I- having good time, a good time with it. Gary, how many times have you played this? Oh, I, I'm just I, I stopped my second playthrough when we decided to do it for the show. Okay. So I could start it. Over. So just once. Okay. Uh, but I'm, I'm this is my second time through. 
Okay. So um, I actually, I, for some reason in my head, I got that one and the one we're doing after that mixed up. So I've been playing uh, the game we're doing for 150 instead because I'm bad with numbers. Oh, what so, is that? Uh, Symphony of the Night. Mm-hmm. Castlevania. Um, it's going to be a single episode, but it's going to be a dense one, I think. I think so. Um, yeah. So ex- expect a long episode on that that bad boy. Um, and it's not like, hey, listen, I know this has been a long episode, too. <laughs> 2017 is not going to be the home of the three hour episode, but right. like, uh, you know, that's going to be a long one, I think. Uh, also yeah. really, really loving that. Um, it is revisiting. It is similar where it's like, there are things that are not, since we did, you know, make super Metroid, yep. like Symphony Night is really, really good. It just, it, it places it's like goodness and in, in values in kind of different ways too. Yeah. You know, there, there are weird things uh, I'm noticing on revisiting it that are just really interesting that I did not think about. Yeah, uh, the first time I played it. So, um, but that's also masterclass, like amazing game, one of my favorite games. So I'm really looking forward to talking about that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then after that, for episode 151, we're going to be talking about Shadow of Destiny. Yes. Yeah. We uh, adventure game. It's been a while. Uh huh. It's been since uh, Day of the Tentacle since we've done an adventure game, and this is a neat one um, that we both have fond memories of. Um, a... How recently have you revisited it? Is it? <laughs> uh for 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 me like the, like this was a couple years after it released so it's been yeah. a long time me too i'm I'm a little nervous but yeah. i i think it'll be a-okay yep yeah. uh certain regions will have called the shadow of memories yes yeah that's just probably you know as good a name oh, i sure. feel like those two things are pretty interchangeable yeah um and then after that shortly after that and we're not going to announce it just yet mm. and we're gonna start doing our executive produced episodes yes so we have the first one uh, kind of on on deck um and ready to do and i think people will dig it mm-hmm. uh uh the the person's choice mm-hmm. who has uh has dictated this i think that they'll be happy to see us cover this so yeah yeah it's gonna be a good year uh, i think so too. Show, i think yeah i yeah. mean it's been a good year so far i think we're yeah. seven days in so yeah what could and go it, wrong it, seven days my grand two and three so <laughs> i mean a good, a good year for the show yeah it's gonna yeah. be an awful fucking year oh no it's gonna uh, be the for, worst for, yeah for people but it's, it's it's been a good year for the show so <laughs> um at least we have that yeah um if you uh, if you want to help us out, the best way uh, to do that, the most direct way, is to go to patreon.com forward slash duckfeedtv. Uh, you can get an array of awards, early episodes, um, you know, digital goods, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, join us on our Slack channel. And one of those uh, awards is to get a personal thank you Yeah, uh, on these episodes. So we uh, kind of slept on that a little while. We started doing it and then stopped because we got real scrambled trying to crunch for the holidays. Yeah, we forgot. And <laughs> yeah, now, now we're back. So yeah. uh, we're doing those. Um, so I want to say a uh, special thanks to Stephen Witten. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. Another special thanks to Charles Pierce. Yeah, absolutely. Um, named after, uh, my favorite president. <laughs> um, special thanks to Will Owens, who is an all old time supporter and friend, yeah. uh, who, uh, did for a long time. I'm not putting him on blast, but did the backlog killer blog yeah. on our website for a long time. Um, and is a, a elite uh you know a proper gamer in his own right yeah uh if you if you uh if you look at his stuff and his credentials <laughs> yeah um you know you look at him you're like you know what proper will uh was a guest on the uh gabriel night two episode if you're absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah uh brad carey um again a- another longtime supporter who uh mm-hmm. just we could not do this without yeah and uh and and uh say the same thing uh frederick rosenvik mm-hmm. who is another person who's a name i see pop up all the time from has, uh, has been... from sweden i believe yes he's he's why you have that uh that dark souls 2 uh messenger bag yes and why yeah. i have that dark souls 2 uh, uh helmet hoodie yeah yes. that, that i always yeah. use on streams yeah yeah so th- you know thank you uh thank you very much yeah um i i use that messenger bag like literally all the time yeah 
So it is uh, not to be like guy who walks around with gaming merch, but uh, it's, <laughs> it's a it's good my bag. Mess- it's it's, a it's my messenger bag. bag. It's a great bag. It's a good bag, Brent. It, it, it is. Uh, it is the. It is my messenger bag. So I uh, really do appreciate that and appreciate all your support, Frederick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what else uh, can they do other than Patreon? Cole? Uh, well, they can uh, leave us a rating or review. It's been a little bit since we've gotten one of those, um, mm-hmm. and that is uh, that is a tremendous help. There's a lot that goes on on the network outside of the show. So, like, if you like this approach to games. Uh, right now is a good time to go check out Bonfireside Chat. I was going to uh, bring that up after this if you, if you had Yes, it. yeah. The most magical time of the year if you're watching Fireball Space. Like, <laughs> yeah, so like we're doing like 2x as much um, Bonfireside Chat as we normally would. Or 2x as much Watch Out Fireball style content. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, either either of those. So we're in the off season. We're in between kind of major FromSoft releases. Uh, so we're kind of doing these uh, kind of shorter analyses of Souls-like games. So uh, uh, coming up here pretty soon, we're going to be doing uh, Momodora, uh, Reverie mm-hmm. Under the Moonlight, which uh, if you liked our Cave Story episode, it's going to be kind of similar to that. Uh, coming up after that, like Hyperlight Drifter, kind of these mm-hmm. more recent indie games that kind of use the Souls um, ethos. Uh, uh, kind of applied to you know uh, to, to to apply to themselves. Uh, we're covering those uh, for that particular mm-hmm. show. So like, go check those out. Even if you're not a Souls fan, yeah. And and they have a retro connection too because they tend to be kind of retro inspired. Yes, these uh these indie games. So yeah, if you if you like watching Fireballs and you don't listen to Bonfire Side Chat, now is the time to get into that. Yeah, and uh, and check it out. So uh, and uh, yeah, it's a, a good cross pollination opportunity yeah if you like gary and me go check out monster my podcast where three times a week we talk about a, a, a D monster yeah there's over 100 of those it feels like we just started doing that show i know right <laughs> and it's uh there's, there's tons of them uh it's like they're five minute episodes so it's, yeah. it goes by real real quick um and there's like a bunch of shows on the network we're starting uh the pilot for the rem show will be coming soon mm-hmm. we know we made that goal a while ago but we also dipped above and below it for a little while yeah it's right on that bubble where uh when cards get declined for patreon and we dip below Mm-hmm. And then when people straighten that out, we dip above. <laughs> but so um, we're still going to do it. That pilot will come soon so you can hear it. And then yeah. we'll start uh, start cranking those out. Yeah. Um, as well as the pilot for the next uh, stretch goal show as well. Yeah. We'll come out this kind of first quarter. Yeah. So um, an excellent time for the network. And that is entirely because of your support, your listener, your listening, uh, sharing the word. And uh, if you have the available scratch, uh, kicking us money like 2017 is going to going to be amazing for the network. I have mm-hmm. very, very high hopes for the kind of content we can create. Um, yeah. And I'm very thankful for the opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so until next time, uh, what should they watch out for? Cole? Fishman. a heat man uh fish man fish man okay yeah he's in the credits oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> an infa king <laughs> like in a few he calls himself infa king that's pretty good yeah i, I actually i don't think i like it very much yeah, i know I like i like give myself the king suffix like <laughs> oh my guy like he's great but yeah still <laughs>